0: The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out!
1: We here at the Cadaver Lab Podcast take horror seriously. We'll
0: tear your soul apart. Some people lose their faith
2: because heaven shows them too little.
0: How many people lose their faith because heaven shows them too much? You'll never grow old, Michael, and
3: you'll
4: never die. But you must be. Flat to Verata. Maybe, <laughs> uh, a daily the balls
1: or something hey, like Hey, that's that. cool, man. So, Holy that's... damn it, I've got for
4: gingivitis <laughs> so It's kind of like a vampire boner. I would kill to be a tight leather suit. Everything you've ever learned about freestyle orifice probing, you learned from me! Oh, this definitely gets an all-time.
5: For more information... Visit cadaverlab.com
3: or search for us on iTunes.
4: Bat. Bone Bat! It's time for the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve Gord. It's a kick-ass digital broadcast, where we've got dick jokes galore. Bone Bat! We're ready. Well, hold on, let me take off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
2: What if
0: there's more super monkeys up at that lab? Maybe they're making an army of them up there. Holy shit! Maybe it's a conspiracy like in The X-Files!
2: Roswell style! This little monkey
3: could be the fucking damn dirty eight responsible for the fall of the human race. In this world gone mad, we won't spank the monkey. The monkey will spank us.
0: I'm not even supposed to be here today! And after the fall of man, these monkey
6: fucks will start wearing our clothes and rebuilding the world in their image.
0: Oh, when only those as super smart as me will be left alive to bitterly cry? You maniacs! Damn you! God damn you,
4: Not on my watch, motherfucker.
3: Die
5: you super monkey fuck bah!
3: The show everybody, Pinto Gigante number forty. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> do we know forty?
4: Quarenta man. It Quarenta. may be quar. It may be forty, Pinto Gigante, but it's also Bone Bat nineteen. Oh, hey, who do we have on the line? Holy it's, shit! It's Steve from the Bone Bat show. It is Steve, and we got Gord here too. Oh, no Yeah, wait.
3: Hello. One thing I realized that I. That I kind of threw a monkey wrench into the thing is everything's controlled with one knob on my side, so I couldn't fade out. So oh, that's when
4: you're me. when you're so used to working with just one knob,
3: really, I found what more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> ah, spot on again. What's up, fellas? Not Sorry much. How you guys spot. doing?
4: Who else is over there? You got a whole Pinto Gigante crew, correct? Yeah, David's here. Jeremy's here,
3: and uh, we got a guest who will remain uh, incognito. Sweet.
4: What's up, David? What's up, Jeremy? Hey, what's,
7: what's up? <laughs> How, right. you doing? Yeah. How you
4: doing? Are you doing? <laughs> awesome. So yeah, uh, Jacob and I have been just kind of discussing doing a a group show for a while now. Uh, when did this first come up, man?
3: Oh, geez, what
4: six months ago? I think so. Yeah, and uh, kind of the idea here is to to sort of do uh, two mixes of the same show. So if you get this on the Bone Bat feed. You're going to get a little different content, a little bit different music than the Pinto Gigante style one. So it's kind of cool, depending on uh, which way you like it. We should
2: save one and then sell it later for and for more money, and it, call it like the uh, you know the, the remix version of the ma- It's Just like when they re-release a CD and they put one extra song on it. That's that's what we should do. So like I, import.
4: I kind of look yeah, at it yeah, more as import edition. I kind of look at it more as like you know comic books with alternate covers.
7: Oh, so it's annoying.
4: Yeah, so 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 like your show is the one that's gold foil and foil encrusted.
7: Yours is chromium. Yeah. Ours oh, is just crusted.
4: Right. Yeah. Yours is beardier. Ours has more dick jokes.
3: God, you got that on the nail on the head. Our beardier <laughs> over here. That was our dick joke <laughs> over here.
4: <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool. We can do this, man. Yeah,
3: it's good stuff
4: god you brought
3: up the fucking the multi-cover i hated that in comics i fucking hated it yeah,
2: Mick.
4: yeah I, I i would never buy i would just pick the one i liked the best and then buy that one.
2: Oh yeah it'd be silly to buy them all who falls for that crap Ooh. uh me i did oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> time and time again
4: fucking
6: image comics is
4: oh shit yeah image.
6: oh yeah god but if you had a whole set of them, you could sell them fifty years from now or something. It was I, a, yeah, for nothing,
4: for absolutely
7: nothing <laughs> anymore. It was like only expensive for like the first year, and then they all took a shit. Well, what was also weird was when like one artist would blow up for one second, like the Moon Knight edition that Stephen Platt drew. You're know, like, yeah, oh, you get that one. But now you look back on it and it's a piece of
5: shit. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, remember when they rolled out the Spider-Man series that McFarland was doing? Yeah, I, I still have like ten copies of that number one bagged and boarded. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and how much is that worth now? Uh,
4: it's probably worth uh, I don't know two seventy five.
7: Probably less.
3: than
4: 10. <laughs> <laughs> I probably paid two ninety five for it or something like that. You, you
2: put that right next to your Beanie Babies, man. That stuff's gonna be big one day. Yeah,
4: I actually probably do have like a few comics that are that are worth something, but it's all buried in my son's closet. At some point, I got to take all those out and sort them and figure out what I have, because I have well, like the whole run of Sandman and stuff like that. That's kind of cool, but
3: did you did you send them off? What is that shit now? Where you have to send them off and they get sealed in time. What? You can't read them anymore.
4: That started. happening.
3: you guys haven't seen that where no. you you send in the comic, they grade it. You pay, you pay like $15, 20 bucks. I don't know. It's been years since I've seen it per comic per comic they grade it and they seal it so you can never open it again sealed in plastic and it gives it a grade of like a (laughs) 9.5 you know the thing about
2: my comics i like reading them looking back at them again and again while i'm eating like a salami sandwich or something (laughs) so you know fuck it i I enjoy the actual comic itself i'm I'm not i don't have a single comic that i'm I'm ever gonna resell the the better right
4: See, I'm the opposite. I want to actually take them and dip them in Lucite so they can never be touched again.
5: (laughs) Freeze them in carbonite.
3: I'm the guy who waits for them to wind up in the 10-cent bin and buys them later.
4: Yeah, that's a good way to go.
2: Steve, do you still have that, that, uh, remember Madonna's book,
4: Sex? I do still have that. Yes,
2: he he got two. One he could like look at, and for I'm sure <laughs> uh, literary purposes. Right, one and d- then one that was like sealed in a condom or something.
4: I actually though sold that one. I sold one of them like not long after that whole thing happened. Oh yeah. So yeah, I only have one opened one left. So uh,
2: are the pages still stuck together?
4: Yeah, probably so. <laughs> oh
2: please, <laughs> really? Are you that desperate for porn, Madonna? <laughs> Oh, come on how many years ago was that hey i was jerking i don't up think it. there was an internet then
4: gordon was like the first person i know who came up and like this chick's gonna be really big i'm <laughs> like I, I, unless she is like joining iron maiden i could give a fuck gordon <laughs> yeah, that's probably true i probably
2: did break madonna to Wairika high school
4: i think you did yeah
3: jesus that is something uh, to, to put on your
4: tombstone.
2: Yeah, you know, but I am the only person I know. Any You ask anybody that knows me, I turned them on to Guns N' Roses before they'd heard of Guns N' Roses.
4: It's true. Yeah, he... he. Uh, I'm not sure if you sent me or you just told me to go get Appetite for Destruction. And you were like, this is going to be the hottest new shit. And within a year, you couldn't go to a party without hearing that album played.
3: But yeah, I got it, it on vinyl. In 20 years, it's not going to be worth listening to at all. Because Axl Rose will go ego-crazy and destroy the whole entire Guns N' Roses catalog.
4: (laughs) He'll decide that every copy needs to be encased in Lucite.
3: Yes. So, uh, let's get going. Sweet. uh, We're not going. This loose outline.
4: What we're doing here is a little bit of a year-end recap, correct? Correct. So, uh, uh, first thing, uh, why don't we run with a a bone bat staple? Uh, What pisses us off? Uh, What pissed you guys off in 2008?
7: Oh, we gotta start! Damn it! I looked <laughs> at the outline and I thought, "Oh, good, this is something I can ignore." <laughs>
4: <laughs> Listen, Gord—I'm Gord, sure Gord's got something. Roll, so, man.
3: I guess, I guess outlines is what pisses Jeremy off.
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually. Well, you know what pisses me off about this outline is it says what pissed us off in 2009. And 2009 is only like nine days long.
4: <laughs> and <laughs> you're not pissed yet? No, I've been pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is how anal I am. I changed it on my end
3: to 2008.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, just this evening, I got pissed off. I was, at, I was at a salsa bar trying to get some salsas for my tacos. and like Some people have no sense of space, and they can't fucking maneuver the salsa bar without blocking the whole thing. You know, like you get five fairly salsa savvy individuals, and they'll kind of scoot in sideways and get their salsa in their little cups and get the fuck out of the way. But all it takes is like one or two jack-offs to fuck up the whole system. Then everyone's waiting. The, the, the line starts spilling out into the table area. You know, one guy's going real slow, trying to scoop, and his friend standing next to him, which blocks the rest of the salsa bar off. Hands in his pockets, and you know, yapping up a storm. You know, fuck people salsa, and then get the fuck
4: out. Yeah, it's salsa. And then there's the guy who, like, he, he, he's already moved on to the next salsa. He's past the salsa verde, and he's on to the pico de gallo. But then he has, like, a change of heart because he thinks, oh, fuck, I didn't get enough of the salsa verde. So he starts kind of backtracking on you, and you're already kind of standing there, and all of a sudden he's pushing back into you because he just needs another little scoop. Yeah, That's little right. Little like, t- you know t- what, buddy? I'm
2: in the verde <laughs> now.
4: Tough shit. What
3: about the asshole? <laughs> you who- go over and get a lime. Who has to ask about what? This is this spicy? Is this is this <laughs> it's funny. I always lie. Yeah, you should. I'm like, oh no, that's mild. They don't have hot salsa here, <laughs> I don't know if they do. What? We don't really have salsa. We have La Salsa. But it has a salsa bar. Yeah. Do I mean, we have any others? I don't think so. Yeah, we don't have
2: salsa. Oh man, bars. back in the day, you guys used to have this uh, oh. kind of hole in the wall taco shop that had this salsa called Death Paste. And you'd you'd order a burrito with the death paste on it, and you would like have a physical reaction to it. It was they put cocaine in it or something. It was <laughs> where, this? where the hell was this? What it was downtown? What, I can't remember the name of that place. In Chico, Juanita. In Chico, yeah, yeah, I think it was Juanitas. Oh, death. is it even still there? You, no, it's long gone. Oh, okay, it,
7: it was a favorite venue. It's it's long missed also, and it was the best place to see bands. It was a great place to get a uh, fifty cent taco, and the best venue for bands. And and um, we were, I don't, I was too young to go there for most of the shows in its heyday. And its heyday, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are still great bands coming through. A lot of indie rock things, though, towards the post. So when it, tur- it was it was Hey Juan's before Hey Wans and Then it turns in, turned in into Juanita's. Juanitas. But Hey Wands was technically next door, right, where Pizza Face ended up being. And Hey Wands was the music venue, and Juanitas was like the bar slash, right. yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. nowadays, actually, we just had our first Taco Bell closing because of the depressed economy. That no was kidding. Yeah, now we only have three. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I heard last night, wow. downtown Taco Bell closed. Wow. Which is, you know, the only thing I can say about that is we're, we're pretty blessed here in Chico to have a lot of good taco uh, wagons. Our, we got oh, good taco yeah. wagons. We got good restaurants. Um, so I can understand at least one out of the four Taco Bells closing, especially in the downtown area, which is our college When's one area? out of the 50
6: Starbucks going to close? what <laughs> I
3: wanna it <don't know. laughs> <laughs> close here?
6: No, there's like 11 or 12 in this town, plus like a, a buttload of really good mom-and-pop coffee shops. I don't even know why there's a single Starbucks in this town, because the other coffee shops are so great. Yeah, I I agree.
3: I, I'm i surprised that we've had to have one close.
6: Not uh, that I've heard of. Not that
3: I
4: know.
7: Oh.
3: But then again, I just heard about Taco Bell last night, so...
4: So much for fourth meal. I guess they're not selling enough of those uh, volcano tacos, huh? (laughs) I have to admit, I I think, I don't know if we, Jacob, we discussed this before, but I worked at Taco Bell in high school.
3: Yeah, so did I. Gord worked at Taco Bell.
4: Gord did, too. And uh, so I kind of get cravings for Taco Bell. I do go there, I have to admit. Oh, I do, too. And I usually try, like, the new shit. Like if they have some Gordita Crunch thing, I'll try it. Or what's the the little wrapped up handheld burrito taco thing they have now? Crunch Wrap Supreme, I've tried that. I usually try any of the new shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's a of life that keeps it all worthwhile. But yeah, the Volcano Taco is not fucking spicy at all. Speaking of spicy shit, have you heard of the Angry Whopper?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what is that all about? Does it cuss you out?
4: <laughs> it's best. I, I, of course, I had to go try that too because you know it sounds it's, like
2: a euphemism for some kind of sex act. A re- <laughs> sex act. I'll give her the angry whopper. Is
4: that right? like when you, you, yeah, you stick your testicles in her eye sockets and flack your erection against her forehead? Is it that type of thing? <laughs> I
5: thought
7: it was more closely related to the donkey punch than angry. <laughs> punch. <laughs>
2: No, that's what you drink with your Angry Whopper. You uh-huh. Like a, I like a medium donkey punch with an Angry Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Never know what you're going to get.
5: <laughs> oh,
3: no, nah, uh, yeah, I heard about it, but I have not tried it. I meant to do it, but uh, unfortunately dinner was made for me tonight, so I didn't get to go.
5: Man. So
3: no donkey punch? No donkey punch for me. <laughs> okay. Just Bud Light and... Some wrapped cabbage shit that I had for dinner tonight. I'm not really sure what it was. It was anything close to an angry whopper, though? <laughs> what up, the wrapped cabbage? Oh, God. So I got, uh, I got a couple things for, that pissed me off uh, this year. One, uh, my truck didn't pass the California smog. Oh, oh what a load shit. of shit that is. So now I've got a perfectly good truck that can run out and back of my house that I have actually uh, sold to the state of uh, California for $1,000. I just have to take it to either Sacramento or Redding, which is uh, pretty much equal distance. What did you say, 9,500 miles from here? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Closer. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it seems like. Anyway, here's the thing. It has to show up on its own power to get my $1,000. Mm. And now I'm – Totally fucking freaked out. I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna get almost there, and it's gonna fucking blow ahead. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna die, and I'm not gonna get my thousand bucks. And also, I'll have a truck stuck in Redding or Sacramento. <laughs> so I'm thinking about trailer the fucker, stopping right outside where where I gotta take it, <laughs> backing it off the trailer, and driving it in. Get my grin.
2: Yeah, and you're gonna rent a trailer for what
3: nine hundred dollars? So. No, 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 no. It's fucking twenty bucks at fucking U-Haul. Huh. Oh, okay. So the, the 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 car trailers are twenty bucks. It's not a big deal. So you can still. Uh, you should
2: be able to drive to Reading. Oh, you're going to yeah. be pulled over though for not having a valid uh, registration <laughs> and violating the <laughs> smoke no. laws.
3: I go to DMV and they. I have paperwork and I give it to them. and They give me a day pass. Kind of I go to
2: Disneyland?
4: So I'm <laughs> late. Boring?
3: And pretty much, I can commit murder on that day pass too, and I'm I'm free and clear. Thanks to the. Well, DMV. you ought to take advantage of that. <laughs> And then uh this ties in with my uh what made me happy in 2008 but uh gas being high also pissed me off. Oh, oh made me happy.
4: Same wow. here. That that's one of my biggest uh things that pissed me off last year. Uh, it's what uh, a thing that that made me have to change my lifestyle, so.
3: Yeah, on, on my side everybody's everybody's no, really guys. It ties into my happy. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Don't give me the oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so are we done with, did we get the, Steve, you didn't go, did
4: you? Uh, so that gas prices, uh, shit breaking. I've kind of chronicled that every appliance and item in my house. My computer's actually been working for what? 12 hours now, (laughs) just in time. I got it in just under the wire to do this show. Like you name it, it's been fucking breaking. It's just been uh, the most annoying thing ever to have, you know, your house falling apart around you and everything you own, your vehicles. And, you know, you're just like, Jesus, when is this going to stop? And uh, what's the other thing that pissed me off? Oh, uh, just uh, the Seattle sports situation. I am a sports fan, and uh, the sports around here has sucked the last year. We lost our basketball team to fucking Oklahoma. It's lame. So those are the things that pissed me off
6: in 08. Oklahoma? Yep. Oklahoma <laughs> shitty, man. The
4: Seattle Supersonics <laughs> moved to Oklahoma. We no longer have an NBA team.
6: I didn't know. What are they calling themselves the blown
2: up federal buildings or something? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm
3: curious of why, Gord, how come uh, your house problems aren't part of your pissed off of 2008? Oh, I thought we were doing 2009. <laughs> I wonder what happened today.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See, no. one, one typo can just fuck him up. It's uh, no, amazing.
2: I'm serious. very literal. No, I mean, what do you want? You want me to revisit my house breaking? Yeah. My cat dying, my uh, my dog dying, my 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 transition from gainfully employed and secure to scared and out on my own. That all pissed me off. My four hundred one k tanking. Yeah, you know we two thousand eight. Pretty much skin.
7: pissed me off. We're not gonna go to the house thing. Who
2: had the leaky faucet? Man, that was Gord. That was Gord. Yeah, I've got I've got a leaky faucet that flooded my house. I still, you know, well. Are we live? Boom, boom. You know, I still don't have carpet and tile in my house, even though this happened last year. I because... thought it was Sitter that pissed <laughs> me off the most last year. Yeah, <laughs> that pissed me off too because she was a house sitting, and so I don't even need to go over this. She's house sitting, and she, she with well, the house, is like flooding, and instead of turning off the water or something, she writes a note.
4: <laughs> Everything went great. Everything's okay. notice the house was wet. <laughs>
3: Bitch. God. And uh, do you want to tell the, the price tag on that little note?
2: It, it's looking like, oh, well, you know, it keeps getting higher and higher. Now it's, uh, I think it's a $15,000 issue. Jesus. Did it your floorboards or something? Or your it, rafters? It, no, it didn't route my rafters. It was it's just uh, a, not anything that
6: bad. As long as you have, like, even, like, three or four inches, you fuck the whole entire wall around. <laughs> well, a friend of mine had this, like, chronically leaky toilet, but it leaked for about ten years, and it got down, and, like, the, all the... The, the floor was about ready to cave in to the to was the it a second story blow. type of thing? No, 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 it was the bottom floor. Oh. But yeah, the, like the floor was like completely rotted underneath it. But it was like a chronic, long term leak. Yeah, it, it, I just I thought, no offense, but I thought it was like
3: the funniest thing when you're like on Xbox with me and you're like, oh yeah, that whole thing uh, eleven thousand dollars, and I'm just like <laughs> mind going, holy shit, oh my god, <laughs> and and you're Ur. like, yeah, I really suck,
5: <laughs> like <laughs> it, it sucked, me <laughs> <I> tell
3: you. <laughs> I would have flipped my lid. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you did, but...
2: Uh, well, it's you know what? There's insurance, though, so I got to pay okay. the, the $1,000 deductible, and then I'm probably going to end up paying another grand on top of that, because you know what happens if your house gets flooded and your your floor gets destroyed, and you're married, is that your wife decides that she <laughs> wants to upgrade what you had. It doesn't get replaced. Okay. <laughs> well. So we're getting some tile and, and
7: hence whatnot. Hence the $15,000 bill. <laughs> No, that doesn't even include
2: that. I mean, oh. you just kept totaling up. Doesn't include wife expense? No. Because I went right in my garage, and they're like, oh, this this garage wall, you know, it's it's adjacent to where everything flooded, and it's kind of fucked. So, you know, I got to cut a big hole in that and tear out all the insulation and, and redo that.
4: <laughs> and the, this load-bearing beam is, like, just totally soaked.
2: Yeah. But you know what? The, one of the many, many cool things about my wife is she took one look at the damage where the drywall was, and... And I mentioned something on like I said, you know, we might not have to pay someone to repair that. And she goes, yeah, fuck that. I'm fixing that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> she totally redid the drywall, did the mud and the tape, that and everything makes... is awesome. Ew. Not bad. That woman knows how to drywall. Very
7: good. <laughs> That's what I've
2: heard. Yeah. <laughs> not a trait normally found in uh, your typical suburban housewife. Excellent.
3: Okay, so I'm going to go on. So that the... made me happy. Yeah. Well, oh, so you're transitioning, Excellent. Yeah, yeah, and she fixed the wall in 09, so...
5: But that's still <laughs> not right!
3: Damn it! All right, so for me on my end, to tie in with my gas being so high as a piss-off, I'm also very happy that gas went out through the roof, just because uh, for the first time, all the dumb fuckers that bought SUVs and Hummers <laughs> and... Uh, really got a good scare into them and all the auto industry went oh shit maybe we should think about something different maybe we should uh think about some different fuel and it wasn't uh biofuel and it wasn't e85 you know they started thinking about electric uh cars again and that made me really happy it does piss me off still that now gas went down so you know uh a lot of people's uh Memories are short, and I'm hoping that they remember that it's just going to go up again. <laughs> just going to happen again.
2: Yeah, just... you know, I took a certain amount of joy from looking at these people who refinanced their house and took the money out to uh, to buy a, a Hummer that now they are going, oh my God, what am I doing? I can't afford this. But oh, it, it kind of pissed me off that they went, they, they threw all these tax breaks at the people that are turning corn into fuel for ethanol. And... They they went big into electrical, but they almost completely
6: ignored solar, which is yeah. like Jesus. You know that that's free. The sun is shiny. You don't yeah, you can grow right. food and eat yeah. it. For years I've been like solar solar the, the fucking sun. We we're orbiting a star and and yeah. like <laughs> does anyone notice this besides <laughs> me? Blows right past this. Yeah, you know people millions of light years away are. are you know, getting our energy, they can see us from way out there. But the other nice thing is—is is, is this whole gas thing actually brought
3: that up? And there's, you know, there's industry now that is developing, say, uh, like shingles for your house that are solar uh, collectors. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like we have on uh, our roofs now, looks exactly the same except they. Collect. Oh yeah, it makes perfect sense. I mean, oh, it's absolutely. Like
6: the, the roofs. Have you? You've been on a hot roof in the summer, haven't you? Oh, oh yeah, like, I have. Yeah, like 120 degrees. And well, you might as well convert it to energy. One sure. thing. That I heard is it,
3: it was like 95 square miles. If we could get 95 square miles of, of solar, mm-hmm. we, we could power the United States, all the homes in the, power, in the oh, United yeah.
2: States. Oh uh, well, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to put solar cells on my penis. That should cover it. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Uh, problem, Thanks. Problem solved. <laughs> and now when it comes out in the daytime, it'll be a patriotic act instead of, you know, something against me on that damn list.
3: I'll be telling my grandchildren, oh, Gord, he was a saint. <laughs> no, but, you know, it, it, it's great because even though they're saying, well, there's no way we can do 95 square miles. Think about uh, the infrastructure, blah, 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 blah. Hello, Nevada, Texas. Yeah, New exactly. Mexico. Not only that, but we have more than 95 square miles on every rooftop in the
6: United States, oh, every yeah. fucking building. You know, it's possible. And it, 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 Well, they even have underground storage technology. They have like a saline solution, the water type thing underground, and it heats it up, stores the heat underground, and it still can power <laughs> steam turbines the next day. Right. Uh, I,
4: I'm sorry. Gordon doesn't want to be storing any more water in his house.
6: <laughs> <laughs> i to put a
2: big kibosh on that one. <laughs> It right. uh, exactly so, is a kibosh, anyway.
3: It's delicious, I can tell you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Kibaba. what it is, but it's delicious. <laughs> I was thinking of a
4: I try to order an angry kibosh. It's,
2: a kibosh. <laughs> it's just a kibosh. To so go with your angry whopper. Exactly. Your, and go with this donkey punch.
3: <laughs> so who's next on the happy for 2008? I'll go.
7: All right. The, what made me happiest in 2008? At the Gates getting back together and playing um, a live show. Hell yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Nice favorite moment of 2008 that was a
4: hell of a show that was one of the best shows i saw this this year too oh you saw it as well yeah i was there as well that's awesome it was a great fucking show yeah super good where did you see it at the fillmore or no it's seattle seattle yeah i went to the fillmore i saw him in el corazon in seattle great show Awesome. And it was you know both them and uh, we're, we'll probably get this in the music part, but uh, I saw carcass as well and both are bands that uh,
7: uh, I missed the carcass show. That
4: both are cool. bands that I thought I'd never get to see because uh, I started just getting into them after they were gone right. and so that was one of the highlights of the year was a, a lot of great shows for me.
6: Excellent. super duper. okay, who's next? happy do, at 08. Do, do, do. My baby was bored. oh. That's uh, your hey, That's what I'm talking about. Congrats, David. Thank you. He knows how to make babies. Three days of his birthday. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, parties on Sunday. Oh. Cool. The year is like blown by. It seems like it lasts forever, but you know how it is with new kids. Yeah.
4: Happy birthday, Loki.
6: Yes. Is his name really Loki? Yes. (laughs) Oh,
3: that's pretty cool. Yeah, what is it Brandon wants to have a kid just to name him Odin we have
6: a cat named Odin that roams our neighborhood yeah that's awesome and there's a there's a leaf that uh, Bonnie used to take care of uh, also Loki's age and uh, there's also an Osiris in town she goes oh, to the Jesus. library book club yeah there's some somebody who has a kid named see, Osiris
3: see I'm surrounded by fucking hippies here <laughs> that's what pisses me off in 2008 goddamn hurt
6: hippies
4: well, we referred to my son as Thor before he was born, but then we never, we didn't have the guts to pull the trigger.
6: Oh, on that I, one, so. I thought you actually, okay, because I remember you saying something about Thor and I'm like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, yeah, I thought your kid was actually named Thor. No,
4: it's just his nickname. Oh, okay. His name's Thaddeus.
6: Oh, okay. It's close. We were going to do an African name for my kid. We are going to call him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> I, I got to feel like a motherfucker, so I got to do a song at the same time. No, no. no, He's he's a a a very
4: musical. Yeah, he's a musical urinator. It's amazing. All
3: right. So uh, I'm going to do. Oh, jeez. Now I got to actually pick one of my songs. I'm just picturing him doing the potty dance while he
4: tries to. I am. I'm. I'm stopping short of pinching the head of my penis right now. I
7: thought there was one hand missing. I think it's between the knees.
4: Well, Uh, while while you're picking yours out, uh, on the bone bat side, you're going to hear one of our oldest friends, Jorge, who was uh, on a previous show. The guitarist for Barefoot Barnacle, and we're going to play Beer and Lotion.
3: Into the game. We're moving into the uh, metal discussion of the th- thrash resurgence.
5: Warbringer.
3: No, actually, that's not part of this. Uh-uh. Uh, my whole uh, thrash resurgence actually revolves around uh, a list that I found online. A uh, hundred of the uh, most uh, talked-about thrash bands over the years, and when I did uh, this, isn't this isn't anything new? These are all the older thrash bands, and. Basically I went through this list and I uh, I I was really kind of amazed at out of a hundred thrash bands for the last uh twenty five, thirty years. Let's see here, uh fifty-nine of those bands, fifty-nine out of a hundred are still active, still out there putting out albums, still doing tours. Um, you know, we're talking Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax are on the top. But even towards the end of the list, we have bands like uh, Allegiance and Ultimatum, like bands that you may have heard of, you may not have. These bands have been together since the 80s, and they're still out there doing shows. 59 out of 100, which blew my mind. Wow. Um, Out of that 100 list, I found only 17 confirmed not active. Only 17 out of 100 were confirmed not active, which kind of blew me away. And then again, out of that list, 24 of them I couldn't find anything about. So. Well, I wonder
6: how many of them went on to form other thrash bands oh, that are active. Oh, A lot of these yeah.
3: are parts of other bands uh, that are yeah. still really popular. Um, and then out of the uh, 59 bands that uh, are active, 20 of them put out albums in 2008.
7: Wow. Which Jesus. really blew my mind. Um, well, Death Angel got back together. Saw them in Sacramento or Orangevale. How was that? It was awesome.
4: And did did Exodus put out two albums last year? Exodus put out uh, Let There Be Blood, and
3: uh, actually in 2007 they did the... Okay, uh,
4: that was, yeah, because I, I have that CD. I thought that was 2008, but I guess it was the end of 2007. Right. They, they've 2000- been very active.
2: You yeah, know, my well, my wife actually knows the uh, bass player for Exodus. That's a guy that that she had kind of spent her junior high and high school years with.
4: Huh.
3: Hmm. hmm when you Isn't say that
2: with, interesting
3: <laughs> what do you mean when
2: you say with <laughs> oh i i you know what i mean oh okay
3: <laughs> um out of that hundred uh eight of those bands put out new albums in 2007 and then 11 of them are possibly putting out albums in 2009 a lot of the research i did um uh, like anthrax for example has a new singer they're supposedly going to put an album out in 2009. They're going, to put out, uh, they're going to go on tour in 2009. It was really kind of eye-opening doing the research on this. It just, you know, I knew the thrash resurgence was happening, and it seemed like every time I opened a magazine or went online, there was another thrash band that was, was putting out an album or getting back together. But I never would have thought that there would be 59 of them still out there doing it, and these guys have been doing it
4: for 20 years. But arguably, I mean, the, the kind of interesting thing to me is that a lot of those bands, while they're still active or maybe not as relevant as some of the new retro bands like your Skeleton Witch or Evil, who is fucking awesome, or right. uh, who else, Toxic Holocaust and Municipal Waste is fantastic. So Municipal you have a bunch Waste? of bands. You told that...
2: me you didn't like Municipal Waste. You no, told I me liked... they, were, they were forgettable.
4: No, I never said that. That wasn't me. Are you sure? Positive. I saw right. them live. They opened for At The Gates. They were great.
2: Yeah. No, they were like, oh, God, maybe three years ago. I said, what do you think of these guys? you, eh, you
4: know. No, I don't think it was me, man. All right. Because well, I, I hadn't really t- heard them before t- this t- year, and I saw them live. So I was, really? I was impressed with them. They put on a great show. Okay. And not just because of the guitar.
7: <laughs> shape,
4: <of> life, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the MW guitar. No. And the, it, it's just, it, it's great how they, they did such a great job of kind of capturing that That crusty thrash sound from that time period. You know, when we were listening to things like, you know, Show No Mercy or uh, who are the, like The Accused and uh, some of the kind of borderline punk stuff, DRI, you know, those bands that were also doing that kind of thrashy, punky crossover stuff during that period that, that both Toxic Holocaust and Municipal Waste do really well.
3: Um, that's the one thing about there's the beer beer. beer. I'm a
4: nigga boy Um,
3: I definitely thought of DRI the first time I heard them I I was like oh my god these guys exactly DRI
2: Yeah, DRI doing their 45 second songs or DRI doing their 8 minute songs I guess it's all the same though it's just on
3: my (laughs) list here I have DRI uh, with a rumored uh, album and tour in 2009
2: by the way oh sweet Wow, maybe we could actually go and see them play this time.
3: If we could
4: go see them and uh, watch the show get canceled again.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> no,
4: Remember to me, sign my shirt in
3: 1985. Ask, ask me a, uh, a band here, and I'll see if I can find it on my uh. list of 100. Go ahead, any.
4: Any the band? Uh, thrash. Any the, thrash accused. Band. the Accused. That's
3: the Accused. The Accused is on here, and they have nothing coming out. And they, But they are still active. I actually went to the Acute site because, you, you know, Steve, that I've played the Accused on the show before.
2: Yes. And they're, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Will- yeah, interesting fact about the Accused, they are the thrash band with the single shortest singer in the world.
5: Oh,
4: really? <laughs> that guy is
2: so short. He's shorter than me. He's so short. Uh-huh. Shorter than Dio? Yeah,
4: yes. Really?
2: <laughs> he's a, he is a
4: little dude. Dio can actually carry that guy in his pocket. They should do
3: a short metal tour with just Danzig, Dio, Dio and
2: the lead singer from uh, Accused. And the, and I mean, they don't should... hold me that. I don't know if he really is the shortest guy, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone on stage that was a grown adult that was, was that short.
3: I think him and, uh, and uh, Dio can go at it. I hate Dio. I'm going to say it again. I fucking hate Dio. Hmm. He doesn't like you either. I hope so. <laughs> because when we meet... He'll pull out his sword and get ready. He'll be posing and I'll shoot him. (laughs) Crossbow bolt to the eye. That's it. Just just like in uh, Jones.
7: Like a
5: rainbow
3: in the dark. So anyway, uh, oh, man, it pains me to move on because I did so much work on this list. (laughs) It's <laughs> a great list. <laughs> you can frame it. I mean, look at this, guys. I got, I got like active, not active. I even have a column
7: for checking them out. If I oh, yeah. made look the columns, that. did you? Look do on, that? that's Pre- huge. I no. can see it from Davis. <laughs> it's a nice Wikipedia print. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I really that's appreciate where, that. That's where that and the uh, Medal of Encyclopedia
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> were my two
5: things.
7: But,
3: um, no, this is you know,
5: uh-huh.
4: it was good times. So next, didn't you want to talk about uh, uh, older bands also uh, outside of Thrash that put out new albums this year?
3: Yeah, I, I had a, a short list of that because, you know, a lot of them can still fit into the uh, Thrash vein. But we had uh, Judas Priest put out Nostradamus, which uh, I wasn't a big fan of.
4: I n- never bought it, didn't listen to it.
3: Yeah, I, I heard some tracks. I lost interest real quick. Uh, we also had ACDC with Black Rain, which was a big story on our show here. Mm-hmm and yours also we you know yeah. the the, we walmart, discussed. the walmart situation which evidently worked
4: out pretty well for him it worked out for me too because i was able to to you know fuck the man on that one that was a right. good deal i ended up buying it for 6.99 used at my independent record store walmart got no money my independent record store got a few bucks and i got to listen to the cd
2: Yeah, And you got to fuck a man, apparently. You want
4: to talk about that? It was was hot, dude. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. And you know what? Actually, I know I kind of bitched about the album to you, Jacob, before. It's kind of grown on me now that I've gotten my head around the fact that it just doesn't rock. It's like ACDC hangover music. And if you think of it in that term and listen to it like when you're mellow, it's a decent album. It's not too bad. That's funny because
3: that that reminds me of uh, uh, Black Label Society did the uh, Hangover
4: music. music, yeah, Volume Six, I think.
3: Oh man, it was it was genius to me. A guy who drinks a lot actually thought far enough ahead to make an entire album mm-hmm. for metalheads. Ah, when you want to listen, when you get up with a hangover, you don't want to. You're not ready to
6: headbang. Here's some songs for you.
3: <laughs> right.
6: That is that's thinking. It's that's like a w- niche market for the future. There.
3: That's <laughs> right. why I love Zach Wilde.
6: Music for fucking music for uh, that's shite. Yeah. Oh. So, there, there already is album about Big Black
4: songs black. about fucking. Oh. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. What other bands? <laughs> we just jumped all over this shit about that. This Big Black man, that's Steve Alpini. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: okay. So we have oh the big one, Metallica, Death Magnetic.
4: Which I, I stand by my initial assessment that it's a pretty good album. It makes me feel better about Metallica. I will listen to it now and again. It's not the most exciting album I've heard this year, but it's respectable.
2: Which may be make it actually my favorite album of the year because I was so ready to hate that album. <laughs> I was I was just ready for it to to just suck infected pus out of a dead dog's ass. And it, it didn't.
3: Yeah, and that that's my probably why I hated it so much, because I, I same boat, I wanted to hate it, so even though it didn't suck as much as I expected I hate it more for not sucking.
6: <laughs> now, David, yeah, yeah, it's on my list of my three favorites this year. Whoa. So, so yeah, you know, I, I like it.
3: I think, it. you know what, it's, I think, honestly, um, it's probably their best effort in 20 years for sure. Is it their best? No, absolutely not. Is it better than St. Anger? Fuck yeah. Ten times better than St. Anger. Am I going to listen to it again? Probably not. I'm still going to go back to Injustice. I'm still going to go back to Master of Puppets, and I'm still going to go back to Kill 'Em All. So, you know, good good effort.
4: It, now, but is that a function of that that old kind of axiom that you you always tend to gravitate towards, like the first three albums you've ever heard by a band?
3: Well, now you notice I left one of those albums out:
4: Guns N' Roses, Red the Lightning. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. I was I'm jumping ahead. Am
3: still to this day not a big fan of Ride the Lightning. There are songs I like really? about it.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I'm just not a lover of that album. I'll skip it.
4: You see that one's that one's my favorite
3: of oh, the bottom. Really? No
4: Creeping Death is
3: their oh, finest okay. <laughs> song. No, I'm not saying that's not there's not great songs on it, but it's not the album I'm going to throw on when I'm drinking mm-hmm. and hanging out with friends. It's going to be Master of Puppets number one. Kill 'em all second.
4: Well, I was surprised actually that you guys kind of glossed over early Slayer a little bit that on your uh, couple episodes ago when you guys did your Slayer show because I'm a big fan of Show No Mercy. And you uh, guys kind of like acted like, oh, and, and haunting the chapel as well. Like chemical warfare doesn't even exist, or evil has no boundaries, <laughs> oh, which are great first fucking first tunes. And you guys are like, just ah, well, yeah, whatever. He's, he's acting that, like I didn't talk
7: to him after it. No, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> have to talk to him. That had to do with with you know Jeremy coming in and saying, hey, you know, you got everything right. And he's like, yeah. We sit down to the show. He's like, I don't have. These I don't have everything. <laughs> 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 we have to pretend like we don't. We're not noticing that.
3: But I'll tell you. Early Slayer, not my favorite. I, it, honestly, big Slayer fan, but really, where I start loving Slayer starts coming in at Show No Mercy, Rain and Blood, um, South of Heaven. Um, those are my albums, uh, especially Season of the Best, my favorite of all time. The, what was the first one you
6: heard? Uh, first album I heard, Rain and Blood. Was uh, okay, first the, the first one I heard was Show No Mercy, and it's still one of my favorites. I think Steve's right about that. I've noticed the same thing with the. You know, the, for the first album of a band you hear, you tend to relate everything to that. Right. I do. And yeah. that's
4: why I love that new, the Evil album, because it sounds like it picks up just where Show No Mercy left off. Just a great old school thrash album. See, Rain and
3: Blood to me was the, the first and the last song. Angel of Death and Rain and Blood were the two songs for me on that album. And then after that, I heard um, Seasons of the Abyss, and that was absolutely the shit. That was period. That was it for me for Slayer. The that solidified my Slayer listening to this day. It's still my favorite album.
4: Hmm. See, uh, to me, Rain and Blood is almost like it's so short. It's like one long song. It's a solid listen for me. Right. I'll just throw it on and listen to the whole thing back to back. But most most fans, I bet you if you ask them
3: what album is their favorite, they're either going to go to Rain and Blood or Seasons uh, of the Abyss. I guarantee it.
4: Not South of Heaven over
3: Seasons? I don't think so. I, oh, I think okay. that... I mean, the the song Angel of Death is such a great fucking song with so many points. I mean, just the drum solo in that fucking song is mind blowing. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I agree. All right. So anyway, with uh, Testament's formation of damnation, uh, I was really stoked that the the band was able to get back together with the original guitar player. Uh, The album didn't throw me. But hey, it was a it was a good step forward for them, and maybe the next one would be awesome. So I I love the fact that uh, they went from being a uh, second tier metal band to being it was, it was crazy with demonic
7: and uh, some of the later albums how death metal they got. Yeah, <sighs> I just saw them on MTV the like, like the in betweener between. Shows they'll they'll like show a, a live clip from a band like as the credits for the previous show is rolling and it was Testament. Oh, that's wow. cool. That's interesting. See?
3: And they and they've got a lot of play this year and that's good for them. So anyway, that's that's pretty much I had all for the the big uh, bands this year that came out with new albums that you, are old. And you
7: didn't and we were saying you didn't mention White Snake, Death Leppard, no, or Motorhead.
4: Well, in fairness, I guess the Def Leppard album, I didn't hear it, but it wasn't really a metal album, right?
5: Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) What exactly was that? Welcome
4: to the Glitter Club or some bullshit? (laughs) I mean, you couldn't get much less metal, I don't think.
3: Well, well, that's why I mentioned Whitesnake as well. (laughs) I didn't know there was a new Whitesnake, but in my defense, I do have a few of those albums listed in my... uh, not so mentionable
7: albums of the year. Uh. At the end of the year. <laughs> hey, I was kind of hoping you had a uh, all dis disbandments of the of of 2008 or disbumped. <laughs> I wish month. I
3: did too. Oh, I, but I, I do.
7: I've got a little list. Cool. Calling it quits. It's a bit. Here is a short list of disbandments, disbandments of uh, 2008. This doesn't nearly cover what we've covered or even all the bands that have disbanded, but here is a few. Beneath the sky. Byzantine. Celtic Frost. Yeah. Dead to Fall. Demigod. The Duskfall. From Autumn to Ashes. Hizma. Knorkator. (laughs) 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 Ministry.
5: That's
3: true. Yeah. I forgot about that
7: one. Um, Sieges Even. (laughs) Sikth. Spelled S-I-K-T-H. S-I-K space, T-H Still remains The Red Death The Agony Scene And Remove the Veil Goodbye So long Fare thee well <laughs> oh, <IP. sighs> oh.
5: I'm very disappointed
2: New technology permits us to do Very exciting things in interactive Erotic software Wave of the future, dude. One hundred percent electronic. Hmm. Well, I still jerk off
5: manually.
3: That's beautiful. Nicely done, Jeremy. I was touched. Very good. So uh, what do you guys think? Uh, come on, give me some input on the uh, the big bands of the year coming out with new albums. What do you think?
4: I, I think that the, just one of the interesting things for me was the fact that despite so many bands with, you know, big name bands with big albums coming out, the most interesting stuff that I heard this year was from small bands, almost, you know. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that when with you know uh, some of them were bands you've heard of before, but they weren't they weren't the big ones. And there are a few of the albums were decent. Motorizer was decent. I liked Metallica. I never listened to the Guns and Roses. The ACDC I did buy. Uh, didn't hear Motley Crue. Really didn't hear Judas Priest. There was a new metal church. Did you even know that? Oh, absolutely. We
3: covered it on the show. Did you?
4: No, they sold like nine
3: thousand albums. Oh, that was it. Yeah, they had really low sales. And, and no, remember, Stephen, we talked about it, and you're like, nine thousand's not bad. Did I? I think I, so. Okay, maybe I did. Oh, maybe we talked about it in e- or talked about it in the email. Ugh. I
5: hate talk that. to
3: you later. Another another pet peeve. Talk to you later in an email. <laughs> Unless we're gonna talk on the phone. Oh, oh! How do you say
7: that? I, I usually go uh, write to you later, communicate with you later. I type to you later.
6: Until later.
4: I often just say later.
6: Lates, dude. My computer, your computer, lately. Later. <laughs> lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah,
3: uh, yeah. we. I got to cover. You know, I've got a couple of those bands in the uh, albums that didn't impress at the end of the show, but uh, yeah. Lots of bands. That, the whole point of this is 2008 was a huge year for resurgence of a lot of bands. And uh, <laughs> and yet
4: back. the music industry's in the toilet. So <laughs> what are you going to do?
3: Go indie, baby. <laughs> Even though that Nine Inch Nails made tons of money releasing things on their own, uh, Radiohead was very successful re- uh, releasing their album on their own. Uh, but I guess... There's no market for music
2: anymore.
4: Yeah. Well, didn't Clutch come out with their own label too?
2: Yeah. A lot of a lot of bands are doing that.
4: And that's I think I I love giving bands my money directly. I like yeah. going to shows and buying merch because I know that nobody else is getting their hand on that money. You know what I mean?
7: Oh yeah. That's that's how I feel. That's how I've always felt.
4: If, right. if I if I know that a band's coming to town and I want to get their CD, if I can, I'll wait until the show and I'll buy it from them direct. Yeah, definitely. Steve. Steve is one of the, uh,
3: the the people that I know doesn't steal his music, very, uh, very <laughs> <really> often. <laughs> <laughs> Me, on the other hand, now that the Pepsi Point thing is over, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Oh man,
6: I can't buy You're any albums anymore. Yeah, Maybe you might as well quit your job. I mean, well, what's the point of going to work now? <laughs>
4: Yeah, you could be stealing music full time, dude.
6: No, no,
3: seriously. I haven't stolen an al- uh, stole stolen. So I have down. not stole an album for months because of the Pepsi points.
4: Yeah.
3: Let me tell you they sent me an email saying, "Oh, the Pepsi point thing's going to be over on the 20 uh the uh, 31st of, of December." <laughs> Scrambling for more
4: <laughs> Your wife comes in at three in the morning because you're sitting there all bleary-eyed, entering Pepsi caps into the computer <laughs> one by one. I can't
3: see it. <laughs> I swear to God those motherfuckers would make it hard for me to type those Because, like on the caps it was fine, but as soon as you like got a box, like so many different print presses would print it. So a four would look like a nine. You spend like 10 minutes trying to enter a fucking code to get four goddamn fucking points. should <laughs> not even a whole fucking song, for Christ's sakes. you got to get five for a full song. <laughs> but that's over, so now i got to start paying money for music. and. <sighs>
4: Joel, just remember, you're supporting the bands, dude. That's right. You do it so that they'll keep playing, because you want the good music to be there. Uh, yeah, sure. If or says- not. Anyway. So, what are your favorite albums of the years, guys?
6: Well, Metallica, albums. Metallica, uh, obviously, year. I already mentioned. Let me get my other two. Yeah. Uh, two, oh, David. Yeah. Uh, the Sword, their new one. Uh, that was that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, I yeah. bought that. And the new Disfear. I'm. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite. It's top of my list.
4: You guys got me to buy that one. You played that on the show, and that was. What's the the song you guys played? Is fantastic.
6: Oh uh, God! We, we played Testament, and we played Testament.
4: Net. This is it,
6: Testament. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah.
4: Great fucking song. I, don't, I, don't tonight I'm too, yeah. I
3: can't remember what we play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> of
7: course I'm drinking. So. Uh, okay.
6: My two favorite albums
7: yep. of the year, uh, that Soilent Green album with the long ass stupid name.
6: Oh, the inevitable
7: collapse in the presence of conviction.
4: Mm-hmm. Nicely played.
6: So. Wow.
7: <laughs> the mouth of the architect album quietly.
4: Wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Your turn, guys. Uh, my turn. Let's see. Uh, Kind of, uh, my favorite of the year was Dismembered Self-Titled, which came out last April. Great fucking death metal album. I could listen to that thing over and over again. And then, uh, honorable mentions, uh, Amon Amarth, Twilight of the Thunder God. Ah, uh, good one. Psychroptics, Observant, uh, yeah. Faceless, Planetary Duality, yep. uh, and Just Missing the Boat, Cavalera Conspir- Conspiracy, Inflicted. That was a great album.
3: It, it was. It was a lot of fucking fun. It was one of the funnest albums of the year, for sure.
4: It was. And uh, I, I really enjoy listening to it. I throw that one on there again. And uh, my the, my guilty pleasure of the year is Weezer's Pork and Beans. I couldn't stop listening to that single. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Gord? Funny. Yeah,
2: well, I, I already mentioned that um, just for the sheer astonishment of uh, it being not bad, Metallica would be my, my favorite of the year. And then uh the, you guys haven't mentioned it, but the the worst, most disappointing album of the year I don't even know if it came out this year or if it came out earlier and I didn't know about it, but that uh that C D
6: full of cover songs by Ministry, huh, that was terrible. Out of was it C D of covers? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right
4: before they, and, right and, before I like they ended. and a lot of them some of them were on previous things before, so I think their version of Supernaut was on there. Yeah. And some other stuff that that, was cool, but there was also some dog shit. And if I actually saw them on this last tour and at the end they played like, they played like a ministry version of roadhouse Roadhouse blues and uh, a ZZ top tune and it kind of sucked because they did this encore of covers that was weak when they should have been playing more things like thieves and liars or burning inside or so what you know yeah. kind of their old classics that people pay money to come and see. The whole the whole show was basically an hour and a half of stuff off their last three albums, which is kind of cool. It's the real heavy political anti-Bush stuff. But then they played like three of the classic songs and moved on to the covers and you, to some extent you felt like you've been gypped. The highlight of the evening was Missuga.
2: Yeah, and and they do songs that they just had no business covering on that that CD like uh, like that ZZ Top song that um that Steve Albini did. Yeah, you know, just stop covering that song. No one else is gonna do just got
6: paid as well as Albini's band did. Yeah. Speak covers uh I know we've covered these guys before, but Cataract, their album, their self title album came out last year and there was a second C D that had all covers on that. Last they, year you're talking two thousand seven? Two thousand eight. Two thousand okay. Yeah. No, I'm living in 2009. Also, believe it or not, <laughs> I, 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 I did. I did witness I the apologize. New Year's. Yes, I've, I've been writing the date as 9 and, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm up to present barely, I'm, I'm, but on I'm board. here. Let's go. All right, but yeah, uh, the Cataract self-titled came out early last year. We played a couple songs off of it, and uh, there's a second CD that came out with that. It was playing all covers, and they played they covered uh, a Sepultura song. I think they did "Refuse Resist." They did uh, "Blitzkrieg Bop." Uh, Some really odd things from, like, some hardcore punk songs. Uh, I think they might have done a – what else? Uh, I don't know. There was, like, a few thrash songs they covered and several punk and hardcore songs. It's a great album. I would suggest it if anybody hasn't heard it. It's kind of, like, mm, chugga-chugga kind of hardcore. They're from Switzerland. Hmm, Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, Cataract.
3: All right. So I couldn't nail down a a best-of album, so I I gave myself a list. And they're all best-of, honorable mention, all that crap. Uh, Heaven Shall Burn's new album uh, this year in uh, Conoclast was awesome to me. Uh, Kingdom of Sorrow was also awesome. Warbringer, uh, War Without End was also one of my favorites. Uh, gojira with uh, The Way of All Flesh. You liked that more than the first to Gojira? No, it's just new this year. Oh, okay.
7: Not of all time. I'm just checking. 2008. Just checking.
3: No, no definitely not. Uh, yeah. Of, of You're long. mentioning it? Yeah, I'm checking 2008. But he's mentioning it honorably.
5: <laughs> okay,
3: honorably mentioned. Uh, Armona Marth, uh, Twilight of the Thunder God, of course, and the faceless with uh, planetary duality. Well, then can I do my list?
7: Yes, yeah, of okay. course. Everybody Jeez. should do a list. Okay, here we go. Black Cobra came out with that bestial album. Black Mountain, which would be a guilty pleasure. Into the in the future, Bongzilla came out with the Nugget CD, which is like a kind of like a Ooh. a collection of of old sh- kind of stuff. Earth came out with the Bees Made Honey.
4: Yeah, that's one. a good CD. I have that.
7: Moss, Subtemplum Super Doom, uh, Sourvane, Ghetto Angel. Sourvane came out with a couple of different things, Another, an Imperial Bastard, the Sunno Doom kirk CD, that 2LP thing, uh, the Swords, God of the Earth, which David already mentioned, Vows, Tyrant, and Peasant, and what I was really impressed by, which isn't necessarily metal, but definitely awesome rock, Torch with Neanderthal. Super, super good.
3: All right, so uh, we want to go on uh, the albums that we didn't like for 2008? Or am I the only one who has a list for that one? Well, I started it already with the ministry thing. Go for it. All right, well, uh, I call this my list of albums that didn't impress. Uh, Number one on my list would be Metallica Death Magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry everybody. <laughs> but uh it just didn't do anything for me. In fact, I thought it was trying too It didn't too hard. impress
7: me so much. I didn't even listen to it.
3: Right. I it it tried too hard. Uh I like I said it's their best effort in 20 years, but it's not enough. Guns and Roses Chinese democracy is a failure. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's a train wreck. Uh, it is. It, it was terrible. And uh, the top one on my list would be Motley Crue's "Saints of Los Angeles," which is <laughs>
5: the
3: biggest piece of shit that I've heard in a long time, real long time. And I'm I'm really impressed with how many people love that album on Amazon. I I mean it gets four and a half stars. It's crap. I mean if you're gonna put that against Doctor Feelgood, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, again, Dr. Feelgood's not even close to my favorite. It's got to be Shout at the Devil or... Uh,
3: Shout at the Devil, I'm yeah. all yeah. over Motley Crue. I'm telling you, Shout at the Devil, fucking Girls, Girls, Girls.
4: Or the first album, which first. I, I like a lot.
3: What is the first album's title?
4: No, uh, I don't know. It's the one with "Live Wire" on it, though. Is it oh, just Motley Crue? Alive! alive. I'm a wire. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, sings
3: of Los Let's Angeles. Let's see what else. Trying Too Fucking Hard. And the fact that we covered it on the show—that they're trying to make a goddamn movie out of it—they had their book, the dirt. You know what? I'm fucking sick of it. I—we've—we've I, we've lived through Motley Crue's bullshit. Yeah, we know Vince Neal killed somebody.
4: Yeah, we the, know. He just Brazil. killed somebody. He killed, he killed Hanoi. Brazil, he man. killed Hanoi Rocks. Let's right. face facts. That was a great fucking band. That that ended band. way too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. How do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> I loved Hanoi Rocks. I, I still have all of their shit on CDs. I even went and found like when I was in England, I picked up like B-side CDs that that were unavailable in the States. That's a uh, just a great rock and roll band.
3: So um, how do you feel about the fact that, the, you know, it's, it's now become like this moment in time that's not even important anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, I was, I was on drugs. I fucking killed so-and-so.
4: Yeah, it still makes me sad. I mean, this is me a great off. band, and I remember, you know, picking up Two Steps from the Move. That was like their big label debut, and it was filled with great songs, and they were just ready to go to that next level, and it never happened.
3: Well, being 23, I don't know anything what you're talking about, but hey, <laughs> you get my point, though. I, I, I know Motley Crue, I know Tommy Lee fucked 4,000 women. I know it. I don't want a movie about it. I don't want a fucking album about it.
7: I don't want another fucking book. Ugh. But you are happy about the notorious BIG movie. <laughs> <Am I? laughs> uh, okay. I'll put I'll file that in the same
3: fucking category as I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't care. Can we go on the rap tip? I mean this is a metal show. What was so goddamn great about the notorious BIG?
5: Don't even get me started <laughs> Bullshit. I call it
7: bullshit. <laughs> So much was so great about Notorious B.I.G. First and foremost, that he didn't have to <laughs> that he didn't have to write anything down. The fact that he could write in his head it, that it's incredible. The guy was gifted. Let's not even start. You're going to make me angry. I know. I,
2: that's kind of where it's going.
7: Yeah, I
4: you I'm, wouldn't I'm,
2: like him when he's angry.
4: I'm sorry. My ignorance of Biggie is almost perfect.
2: <laughs> I don't All even right. know if Notorious B.I.G. and Biggie Smalls are the same person or not.
7: And I'm a I'm kind of a I I, I just. Am more drawn to West Coast because I'm a West Coast person, but West Coast. as far as the East Coast is concerned, he changed the face of hip hop. Just have
4: to did he or did Wu Tang?
7: <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. You see,
4: I'm, I, I kind of I'm a big Wu Tang fan. Yeah, I mean, but so. I kind of missed Biggie, and the whole Biggie Tupac thing was sort of in a period where I just I wasn't really listening to that. Yeah, I mean. So then when Wu Tang came out, I was like, "Wow, that's fucking cool." Get the money.
7: Well, a lot of a lot of white people could relate to Wu Tang
4: more. I, I, I tend to like <laughs> I tend to like rap that's really aurally dense. So like public enemy like with a lot of production and busy shit going on in the background, you can listen to it over and over and get other stuff. And Wu Tang had that about it, and I think that was why why I found that appealing.
7: I love your foot. Thank you so much.
4: <laughs> I push
7: back metal.
4: <laughs> Nobody says shit like I'm an asshole. I'm
7: sorry. <laughs> what do you mean
2: like? All right, so... No, actually, I completely agree with you, Steve. That's one of the things that was so cool about um, uh, the Beastie Boys after their first album. when they, they just started making really, really complex stuff, and you could listen to it over and over again. and go, wow, I've just you know i I've, I've heard all this stuff in there, and you, there's a lot to it. I like that. Paul's Boutique was...
4: No shit. And Paul's Boutique was one of those CDs that Gordon had... Had told me about it. I picked it up because I had the f- license to Ill, and like I listened to it once and thought, you know what, uh, this sucks, and I put it away for like four years. You were and, liking- I w- and when I went back to it, it was fucking amazing. I wasn't ready for that CD yet when it came out.
2: Yeah, you just crazy. wanted the next license to Ill to come out.
4: Yeah, and you- man, that's a great fucking CD. Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy.
7: Oh no, I was just saying you weren't the only one to appreciate it after the fact. I think that. That that happened to a lot of people. I think the people who knew knew, but then I I have to admit I ignored it for a little while and then came back to it and thought, oh okay, I, <laughs> mi- I missed missed the point. The,
4: first, the my, funny thing is that when a lot of people did finally get hip to it, you couldn't make that album anymore because of the sampling laws.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, that <laughs> set a record
3: in sampling. The first single off that record was the uh, the girls, the um, Hey Ladies. The, and mm. that was a dismal failure for them,
2: which or well, it was probably the weakest song on the whole disc too. I don't I know don't why they picked that song. Ever did well in sales? Yeah. Well, not until later. Yeah. It's done really well now. Yeah.
7: Okay,
3: but yeah, back then, even though because that was the beginning of the fucking mini truck. That was the beginning of the bass in the car in the truck. And there is at the end of that album, they have the uh, the A wall thing where it's like boom, boom, shh, boom yeah, and even um. Uh, high Plains Drifter. Yeah. oh, I love oh, that song. That's the
2: greatest song, and
3: ever. that's what ended up being picked up. But they released uh, Hey Ladies, but had no fucking bass at all. It was it was all treble, all high pitch, and then all the songs that didn't release had all the bass, and that's what killed them. It and what was the, a, it,
4: wasn't Paul Revere like the prequel to that? Like I just consider Paul Revere and High Plains Drifter are like bookends. Paul Revere was just lyrically awesome. I mean, at that point. Yeah, I love mean, I, those two fucking songs. I mean, everybody
7: in school knew those lyrics. I mean, we could all all sing them. I just want to re- remind the listeners: this is the Bone Bat, the Hip Hop Nation. We need to move on. You know, this is ridiculous. Well,
2: See, this is tragic for you guys, but Steve and I go everywhere with our show, so it's all right.
3: I like. I actually. We really have an outline. It. We will follow this outline. <laughs> Damn it! I cannot. Go off the outline, otherwise I will remember that I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Remembering.
7: Damn it,
3: where am
4: I? Play a tune, dude. All right,
7: uh, Jeremy, we're going to go with yours. Okay, that sounds good to me. This was the Soylent Green album of this last year, 2008, which David knows the present the, the name of. It's The Inevitable Collapse in the Presence of Conviction. And right. I th- this happened to me, not the... I wouldn't call it like the best song on the album Because like, it's it's not o- obviously The best but for me there's Just a little riff that kept catching me Every single time so this Is the song that was the best song for me Of 2008 from the Soylent Green album I think it's called In the Same Breath And, and on your
4: side uh, We're going to go with Optimus Rhyme Super Shiny Metal we're going to stay on the rap tip
3: Which is Yeah awesome. Alright here we go
0: your service I got the tightest band backing me up To make these rappers nervous The Omega Elite Fit robotic physique Use the power of suggestion and hypnotic technique Just to get the crowd congested See we gotta compete I'm standing three feet deep In pages torn from my notebook And it's been ages since we logged a defeat My throat took five years to recover from surgery And now look, yo, it was worth it I got these super circuits Synthetic saliva Biogenetic tongue drivers with inertia Endurance booster pack implants designed to hurt you. I'm upgraded, obligated to alert ya. This entire operation was experimental. Lunatic text warnings. I heard the nurses giggle as they made the cut. And incision straight down the middle, lucky there's no blood. By the time I woke up, my head spinning, feeling fuzzy. I felt the foaming presence of a big yapple above me. She disconnected cables just to get the pain settled. I love that girl, that nurse has. Super shiny. By the time I recovered, every night I dreamt that we danced under hospital covers With bedpans sparkling like stars up above us. My medical condition didn't bother either of us. I wake up wishing that I wouldn't be released, couldn't be your peace didn't care about those doctors' fees. I was shocked to see they finally made me leave. To 40 orderlies just to pull me from a sleeve seat. And I was in it deep, my heart wounded mortally. I started signing up for surgeries quarterly. Implants, upgrades, anything to see your face. Dealt with the pain, cause this nurse meant more to me than life. Finally, one day she noticed. I took her to the cafeteria, we shared a soda. We slurped Dr. Pepper, then I laughed just a little. Man, I love that girl, that nurse has. Super shiny metal, shiny metal, shiny metal, shiny metal, shiny metal, super shiny metal. Super shiny metal, super shiny metal, Super shiny metal, super shiny metal, super shiny metal. Super shiny metal. came addicted to medical procedure i needed stitches she told the medics no anesthesia i learned the nurse's name bethany alicia i wasn't in it, i'd do anything to please her we started dating and things were moving faster cohabitating is the plan that i was after finally i asked her baby will you marry me she said no doubt i'll be with you till they bury me we tied the knot down in radiology we danced happily like a Polyphonic Spree It was meant to be We started cranking out the offspring Bought a dog Then we weren't missing a thing I thought that I'd retire Oh, it happened sooner I handed down my microphone To little Wheelie Junior He really tears it up Takes it to that other level Man, I love that kid That boss got Super Shiny Metal 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 Super Shiny Metal, super shiny metal. Super shiny metal. Shiny metal, shiny metal,
4: shiny metals, shiny metals, super shiny metal. Yeah. What up? Did you like it? Yeah, was I cool. liked
3: it. All right,
7: hold on. We're <laughs> <laughs> we were all pissing outside. <laughs> we were running around in all different areas. That's the fun thing.
3: See, so you go... guys
4: all go pee at the same time?
7: Yeah, we run
3: out. Like That's a bunch of I'm high
4: gonna... school girls during the all... podcast? What's that shit about?
7: All in the yard.
4: <laughs> I'm oh. sure your wife likes that, Jacob. <laughs> you guys are animals. So you guys whizzing in the yard again?
7: All four of us. As
4: long as nobody takes a shit. You don't We're pee in okay. the stuff she
7: landscapes, do you? jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: the way I look at
3: it is, you know, my dog does it there, too. So, <laughs> whatever.
4: Yeah, but you know, at least the dog's responsible for like the yellow spots in your lawn. Doesn't that piss you off when you're mowing and fuck who keeps whizzing out here? Oh yeah, me.
3: <laughs> I think I'm probably the one that kills most of it. <laughs> but then again, I'm the guy who's responsible for making it all grow again. So There you go.
4: <sighs> it's the circle of life. hmm
3: You know, I've I've I have friends from different areas of the United States who've come and visited me, and they think that me having a giant lawn is ridiculous. They want me
7: to put in a pool. <laughs> like, that's not ridiculous. I know,
3: exactly. It's like, what are you doing with this lawn? I don't know. I walk out in it and I pee and I walk around. And do things. <laughs> I mow it once a week. Why don't you put in a pool? Yeah, that's what I want.
4: I want a fucking giant
3: water basin that I have to
4: treat
2: every fucking day.
4: You know, no. Gord has one of those, actually.
2: You yeah, know I did, I did not want a pool. But I really like this house, and it, it had a pool already, and we bought the house. I Now I swim. In the, when it's warm, I swim every day. I love having a pool.
4: But it has, like, a bunch of big orange trees hanging directly over it, dropping oranges into the pool, basically.
2: Right? <laughs> no, you know, oranges would be no problem. I got these, these trees that drop these itty-bitty berries by the zillion.
3: <laughs> Are they privets? Ugh. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, we have privates here. But I, I, I love, the, the, my, I think my favorite love is my chainsaw. And I have cut down so many trees, and I am going to cut down my uh, second to last orange tree this summer.
2: Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I love cutting. You know, the chainsaw is good, but we have this other thing. It's like a, a cross between a, a pair of giant, uh, jagged scissors. And a chainsaw. Like, one blade of it is a chainsaw, and the other is like a big spiky blade, and you clip them together.
4: Holy that- shit. That's like the most metal pruning implement ever.
2: Oh, it's like right out of Warhammer. It's, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go against
3: you
4: with my chainsaw. I
2: well, got bit. a chainsaw, too. It depends on the size of the job, you know? Uh,
4: well, good
2: point. All right. So where are we at, boys?
4: Uh, you want to talk a little bit about our shows, about podcasting in general, I guess? Oh, Sure. Yeah, Uh, state of our shows.
3: This sure did sound better when I wasn't drunk. (laughs) You weren't drunk
4: when you wrote that? Uh,
3: No, (laughs) Um, I am. I'm impressed with the fact that we've both. You've done a full year. We're getting close to our year anniversary. And I'm, uh, you know, when I started this thing uh, with David, had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Uh, I I pretty much had to convince David that and it was I knew a good even idea. less than you did. And actually, David tried to convince me not to have him involved.
6: <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, well, J- Jeremy's kind of like ousting me here, right? so <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm gracious. I actually stepping. didn't want to. What you... are you
3: talking? Oh God, are we gonna have a... like? Oh,
6: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's the <laughs> band all over again. Oh <laughs> no, shit. <All> right, girls. <laughs> no. The thing
3: was, is like I had to convince David. I'm like, look. It's like doing an online zine but without actually doing any work. <laughs> we just get on. We drink beer. We talk about shit. And, you know, we can pretend like we're alternative and, you know,
6: we know what we're talking about. And, and with a zine, I can actually spend some careful time <laughs> editing and, and, yeah, and this is all,
3: but with, yeah.
6: <laughs> with Pinto Gigante. Yeah. Uh. It's just a monstrosity that just keeps on rolling. (laughs) It's like a crappy weekly fanzine that you do while you're blind and drunk. And (laughs) (laughs) And it just kind of comes out how it comes out. And then, oh, God. I mean, we've had our moments.
3: We've had a lot of interesting moments this year. I mean, I've gotten so drunk that I smashed up my own studio. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And deleted the entire show. I I think I've done it twice. Yeah, twice. I mean, I. But the, the the main thing was is you know I've also met you guys. I met you and Gord, and now we we have a friendship, and and that's. Love is in the air. <laughs> so to me, it's all been worthwhile because I've met more people than I would have met
5: if you like me, you can <laughs> us. I'm love us.
6: Oh, Jimmy Buffett uh, was on when I was gone. <laughs> I need a beer (laughs) That was Rupert
3: (laughs) But anyway I I mean to me I've had so many experiences Doing this show So many That It's just been It's been great And And By the way David Jeremy is not He's always been third chair
7: Was that Where you guys were (laughs) going with
6: that? No That's
7: Don't look at me I'm just a guest I'm just a
4: guest I don't know what you guys are doing fuck, Gord, this is getting, like, all weird and shit. <laughs> wow, this
6: is.
3: Well, I've been drinking quite a bit. <laughs> they're they all, like, kissing they're like,
4: all working out issues and stuff. <laughs>
6: that's all we do here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we just make dick jokes. I, I yeah. don't know about yeah, the issues. Here's,
6: here's how it went for
2: us. Steve said he wanted to do a podcast. Am I really? Okay, I guess. As long as you do all the work and I just get to complain. And that's... <laughs> Pretty much the way it's gone, Steve is invested in all the equipment, does all the work, comes up with 90% of the ideas for the show, organizes them, emails them to me, which I, like, look at while I'm doing something else and then promptly forget. Uh, so Steve pretty much does everything. And uh, I show up late and irritated and complain about how he's doing
6: all the work <laughs> in a manner different. which... <laughs> you get to and, do what you do best. <laughs> yeah. Just like
2: me, yeah. yeah one we, guy does all the work and the other guy bitches because he's not doing it fast enough.
6: you
4: got to play to your strengths. Well, yeah. See, for my... I make
2: dick jokes.
3: <laughs> it, basically, it was just a way of recording all the bullshit that happens to me on a weekly basis anyway. So, you know, like, for years I'd have people come over to the house, we'd get drunk, we'd hang out, we'd talk... And then suddenly I decide to record it all.
4: <laughs> and then all my friends disappear. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it was with us, too. Is like we were playing Halo one night, and we were doing our normal shit of, like, making fun of each other. And then one of us said, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we recorded this? Do you think anybody would want to listen to it? <laughs> and that was kind of like the start of the whole thing.
3: And the funny thing is, is nobody does want to listen to it. <laughs>
4: now we know. That's not true. There's 13 documented people. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, half of them are on this podcast.
6: <laughs> exactly. That's the sad Can I make thing. a reality show about the Bone Bat Show? There you go.
4: <laughs> they should. But it sounds like yeah. your guys, your show would be much more interesting because we're just friends that get annoyed with each other. We don't really have issues.
2: No, no, we we just kind of bitch at each other and and then we'll you know play a video game.
4: But you guys have chairs that you're worried about. There's third chair and second chair. I I'm not worried. No, that's
7: all. <laughs> I'm
4: fucking rocking
7: the third
3: See, chair. See, I'm the one who really plays the big radio thing. I'm like, I send out the you know the emails and I'm like, oh, what do you want to do? That's yeah, all me third chair, second chair, blah blah blah. Like oh, David's not here. All right, I'm David tonight. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool. it's just been great though because it's been a really good way of keeping in touch and do and just like hanging out and being stupid once once a week.
4: I agree. Yeah, it's and it's been like you say, it's been cool. I've met a lot of people from other podcasts too and you know, kind of traded notes, and I think we've gotten a little bit better at what we do, or I'd like to think so, anyway. So that oh, we're yeah. putting out something, you know, every once in a while, there's something that's sort of entertaining, and you know, that's that's all you can ask from it. That makes me happy to be to do put out something that I'm kind of proud of, and that other people seem to enjoy a little bit. So right. that's fun.
3: Now, if I could just get David to quit being a dirty hippie and just huh? get online, and well, I am online, Twitter. Get a What's
6: f- that? Oh, that little bird thing. <laughs> <for you. laughs> I don't have a cell phone. What do I need a Twitter know. for? I'm just giving you shit. Getting, I know. T- you can web Twitter. Oh, yeah. I could do it from... The, yeah. It, it's too much. I, okay. I post my my <laughs> status on Facebook, which... Okay. And, and here's the concession that I've made. This is another thing that pisses me off, because two years ago, <laughs> when fucking MySpace came out, I'm like, fuck that shit. Because I, 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 I was on LJ at the time, because I was, you know, LJ. I was all, Live all the journal. way. Yeah. And uh, I was like, fuck this MySpace, all these bells and whistles, this piece of shit, and I... I Broke down. I got a goddamn MySpace page. Then Facebook comes out. What the fuck is this? It's like worse than MySpace. <laughs> and then you know all the you know the cool people had MySpaces, but all the you know preppy you know cool kids had you know kids. kids. What am I talking about? I'm fucking uh, anyway. You're 22. Yeah, this is my like time to pretend to be a kid again uh-huh. once a week. <laughs> what well, we're youngins. Yeah, yeah, we're new in this stuff. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh huh. Anyway, yeah, Facebook came out and I'm like, and I got a Facebook page, and now was like, oh, get on Twitter, get on this, get on that. No. I want to go back to just live journal. I want to go back to, like, just a a text-only message board with no pictures in it. See, you're exactly like my wife. My
3: wife wants to live in the little house on the prairie fucking days. Yeah. Drives me insane. That's what I'm saying. When I wanted my BlackBerry, it's like, what are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to Twitter. I'm going to
4: email. I'm going to do this. (laughs) Totally foreign to her. And so I can tell people I don't know that I'm going to take a pee now. (laughs) And that's really what it comes down to.
3: Really, what it comes down to is, like, what? I've got my BlackBerry. I'm like, oh, I should Twitter something. Uh, uh, yeah, I really like uh, playing video games. <laughs> I mean, that's how ridiculous it is, but it's fun. It's weird, and yeah. um, being 23, I have so much ahead of me.
2: Yeah, but, you know, there, there's always something else. It's never enough. I've got Now I've got, what, a podcast? I've got a column. I've got a blog. I've got okay. a cartoon. But that wasn't enough for people. No, you got to get a Facebook page. So I got a Facebook page. And now you're,
4: now, you know, oh, you go to Twitter. Fuck! Which is hilarious, because Gordon's been, like, saying how stupid Facebook was forever. And now that it's been co-opted by, like, every mom in our neighborhood... Now, suddenly, the other day, I get this email that Gord has friended me on Facebook, and that just cracked me the fuck up.
6: Now, do we have a hot mom's on it. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, I actually yeah. did make one for Pinto Igante. I haven't been there since I made it. See,
3: and I've, I think I've tried to do that through the site with the Facebook, but I have to get a log on, and I'm not going to do that oh. shit. Yeah, I made a, a page, but... I'm yeah. pretty much done with, with Facebook and, and my... I love Twitter. I, I got to admit, I love being able to Twitter whatever stupid fucking thought comes yeah. out of my head. Twitter's fun.
4: And the the cool thing about Facebook, though, is that there's actually an app called Podcast Fusion, so you can put your show on there. And so, like, I, I'll announce when uh, a new bone bat comes out and people that are on my Facebook friends thing can immediately, like, click over to Podcast Fusion and download the new show. I can do that to socialize, though. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have socialized.
6: When I was religiously posting that pod, our podcast up on MySpace every week and LiveJournal, and I kind of just...
4: I do that, too. I, I You know, you, you cast your net as wide as you can and hope to get a few more listeners. You no, know, the, the the thing is, is with
3: the, the MySpace site and the Facebook, we don't get any listeners from that. I mean, basically, we get record labels that contact us every once in a while or want to be our friends or some other band, but they don't really care. I mean, we've played a couple of the bands, I think. I think we've, yeah, we we're going we to do a bit with these bands that will send me uh, music. And I'll send them an email back uh, stating, you know, we're going to tear it apart because it's not metal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you, if you want to send us something that we're going to play on the show and we'll like, send me some metal. And I actually get responses. So how did it go? You know, did you play the song? And I can't even answer them back because I've done it. I've already said, you sent me shit. I, I mean, I think we did it once. No, did yeah, we do it once or twice? We, I think we did twice. And it yeah. was terrible. And I couldn't email them back because I'm like, I basically told them, listen to your fucking podcast. And they say it in the emails. We really like your podcast. No, they've never listened to it because if they had, <laughs> they would have like it, tearing it apart. <laughs>
5: But, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah,
3: fucking social shit. It, it, you know, it's great, and, and it also has its downsides. So yeah, that ends that discussion.
4: I'm done. Well, when we're talking about the podcast, is it all right if I take care of a little bit of bone bat business here? Yes. I've got a voicemail from Brother D from the Mail Order Zombie podcast. Yeah, I want to hear that on ours, too. Uh, and, uh, Brother D, he, Mail Order Zombie is a show that, uh, reviews straight-to-video zombie movies. It's a weekly show. They do a really great job. They're, uh, out of Portland, so they're fellow Northwesterners. Uh, I actually got to meet them, uh, him and his wife, Brand, at the, uh, Revenant Film Festival here in Seattle this summer, and, uh, it's just, it's, uh... It's been cool to meet them. They're good people. And uh, he's, he's called into our show a couple of times. Our uh, last episode, we talked a little, We got a little bit into the zombie discussion, which is, are infected running zombies actually zombies from 28 days later and 28 weeks later? Or do they not, you know, for the purist, do they really fall into the zombie category? Good so here's question. What, yeah. Well, damn. let's hear it. So here's, here's what Brother D had to say on the subject, and we can jump back to it and talk about it a little bit.
1: What's up, Bone Bat Show? This is Brother D from Yellow to Zombie. How you all doing? Hey, so um, there's kind of an unwritten rule when it comes to podcasts. The quickest way to get Brother D to call your podcast is to talk about zombies, and then I'm going to call. That's just kind of how it works. Also, if you start talking about Lovecraft, you're going to get a call from me, but you know, zombies definitely. So I wanted to call about your last episode. Ah, uh, you know, fast, slow, you know, I'm a purist. I like my slow zombies. I think everybody knows that. Although, you know, I, I do watch quite a few zombie movies that include The Runners. And, uh, you know, I've even slowly started to accept the so-called infected as, as a, a zombie type. Um, so like a video game like Left 4 Dead where technically they're infected and not dead, you know. Yeah, I consider it a zombie, you know, piece of media. In fact... I would even go as far as saying that just as the zombie has evolved from, you know, voodoo white zombie style to the Living Dead corpse muncher, maybe we're seeing some evolution from, you know, Walking Dead that eats you, or maybe eats your brain, depending on, you know, which way you go, uh, to the infected. Now, that said, I'm going to back up Danny Boyle and say, you know, hey, you know, Homeboy said the 28 Days Later wasn't a zombie movie, so. That's what I'm going to go with. It's not a zombie movie, because Homeboy said so, whether he's all pressured to do so or not. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I think we're at an interesting point right now when it comes to zombie film in this particular subgenre. We're starting to see kind of a shift a little bit, and, and maybe that's okay. Uh, this has actually come up over on my show just recently, that maybe the tendency to have the fast-running zombies is more of a reflection of the culture now You know, the MTV, the quick cut, the short attention span, uh, whereas the slower movers were more reminiscent of, you know, the 60s, the 70s, and maybe even part of the 80s. So I don't, you know, interesting kind of thing to look at and something worth pondering. You know what else I'm pondering? How awesome you guys are. 2009 looks great because I know I'm going to be running into Steve at least one more time this year. One of the highlights of 2008 was meeting Steve in person at the Revenant Film Festival. I can't wait to uh, run into him again because, you know, he's kind of in my backyard and vice versa. And I know there's at least one big horror con happening up in Seattle that I want to try to get to sometime this year. So, uh, you guys keep doing what you do. Stay loose and stay safe. Peace. I'm out.
4: Hey, thanks, brother D. So, uh, what do you guys think? Where do you guys stand on the zombie question? Wait, I want to know what he means when he says you're in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Portland and Seattle are only a couple hours apart, so. Okay. Uh, back door, backyard. <laughs> that, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, brother D is my back door man, but don't tell anybody. Just keep it between us five. The yeah, five listeners of this show. <laughs>
3: Um, I think he said uh, a very good point that Danny Boyle went on record stating that his movie, They Were Not Zombies. And I know there's an argument with this. I agree with that. And I have said that steadfast from day one. They are not zombies. They're not dead. They're infected. So that's where I stand on the 28 Days Later. Later. Do I care about uh, running zombies? Absolutely not. I think that both have their places. I think stumbling zombies are awesome. I think running zombies are awesome. But they need to be dead first to be called zombies.
7: Okay. Agree. All right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's- Go ahead. I- I've always enjoyed the fast-paced zombie, but never felt like it was a real true zombie. Just sort of thought. Okay, this is an adaptation. This is the next-gen sort of version of something. But never thought, oh, this is a real zombie. That's Right, so the basics is stumbling zombie. Yeah. yeah. Number one. But
3: it's not that big of a deal to me, or obviously to Jeremy, if they run.
2: They do have to be dead. Yeah, but see, the purpose of the zombie, really, ultimately, is to scare the shit out of you. Right. And... Running zombies scared the shit out of me a lot more than stumbling zombies. <laughs> Did you see Dead
7: Set? Yeah. Isn't that a fantastic show? It was awesome. So awesome. And they, were, really they were fast. And, so, and, and in that case, I was actually thinking they were zombies. So that mm-hmm. contradicts my... Well, you know, what I, but I'm a walking contradiction, so that's... <laughs> you see, I kinda,
4: what I, where I stand is that infected or voodoo or undead, those are the whys. Or the hows. Right. But the answer of what is zombie. Got it. That in the end, it's, it's you know, an unstoppable creature that's going to keep coming at you, no matter how much it, it loses its limbs. Right. It's going to keep pursuing you, pursuing you until it gets you where you get it.
7: See, and, I can go for, I can, and I can flip flop. And I, in someone who's adamantly saying, no, that's not a true zombie, I can go, sure. And then somebody who's saying, no, that's a zombie. I, I'm just like, great. You know, hmm. per, I enjoy it, but all. But yeah, wh-
4: that's that's my point. Is my worldview can include all of them,
7: yeah. and enjoy all of them, yes,
4: and I I don't see you know to to narrow out one portion of those and say, no, that's not a zombie. And I mean, even, you know, to some extent, I think perception becomes reality. In the game Left for Dead, the, the, the quote-unquote zombies in that game are basically infected. They move fast, they chase you, and when they catch you, they don't bite you. They curb-stomp you and punch <laughs> stomp you. you. Yeah, and do all kinds of shit like that. But <laughs> at the end of the game, it says 3,478 zombies were killed in this game. Right. So it's it 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 soon becomes a matter of at the end of the day, you know they're zombies because they're zombies. You know it's just it's becoming that way. Maybe it wasn't that way ten years ago, and anything running wouldn't have been. Although you can make the argument that there are running zombies as far back as Return of the Living Dead, which I love, awesome movie. Anyway so that, that's kind of where I stand on it and where this discussion was coming from
3: number one thing to me is that zombies still aren't as gay as vampires are
4: at this point <laughs> <laughs> well you see that's the thing I've got to, I've got a beef with that too because vampires used to be awesome you had Salem's Lot you had you know cool movies where vampires were fucking scary as a matter of fact probably the first monster I remember being scared of was probably a vampire and then Anne Rule ruined that shit because they made the vampires sensitive Twilight. and thoughtful and romantic. And then, so for a long time, vampires were lame. And then 30 Days a Night comes out Which and vampires awesome. are fucking mean and scary again. And that is awesome. But nobody and then Twilight, ruins it again. Uh. <laughs> See, that's the thing. And <laughs> all of a sudden it's you young seen? boy vampires who are beautiful staring but, at the moon and imploring it, "Why? Why must I be immortal?" Fuck that. What about yeah, let the you right got, one you got in? Zombie
7: strippers. Where does that what oh zombie strippers about? ruin zombies sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it was just excruciating it's, it was you it's, see, it's terrible that, so that's not like the reese's peanut butter cup of movies <laughs> i like zombies i like strippers you put the two together no that that it well maybe it will be in the future but for that particular <laughs> movie it didn't work and, he, and you're like oh jenna jameson maybe no just just excruciating all i can but, say but, is, sure. I, saw I haven't China. seen it it's horrible don't watch it so do, what did you think about let the right one in Haven't seen that yet. Oh, okay. Well, then we're you you might have to pick up this conversation later. I think I actually have the
4: book, so I'm planning on reading that soon. Uh, It's supposed to be an amazing novel, and I'm really looking forward to it because it sounds like the kind of thing I enjoy.
2: I have the movie, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, well, you need to finish that Genghis book and send it to me first. I'm I'm working on it now. I'm
4: halfway through. Okay. So should we jump to that now? Favorite books of the year,
2: real quick. Yeah, we need to move on quickly
3: because we're we're coming up on the two hour mark, and we can do
4: this. So uh, I, work for, uh, I work for a book company. I'm a big reader. So I had a few few favorite books this year. Uh, one of them, quick plug, my wife's book, Uncommon Crochet, came out this year. Yes. Yeah. She's had a super a super successful year. I'm super proud of her. She's actually uh, – she just started editing a new magazine that's coming out. So she's doing great stuff. But her book, Uncommon Crochet, if you're into the fiber arts, check it out. Um, a couple other things. A couple of fiction titles. Uh, Dawn Winslow's Dawn Patrol. And uh, Lee Child's Nothing to Lose are both really cool kind of fun reads about badass protagonists that get into crime situations and have to get out of it. And uh, both are fantastic authors. But for the purposes of this show, my favorite book of the year is Swedish Death Metal by Daniel Ekteroth. It's this awesome basically retrospective of the entire history of swedish death metal with like photos of every demo and early photos of bands like dismember and grave and carnage and you know you name it entombed and nihilist and you know all those bands and it's just a fantastic survey of the the swedish death metal movement that if you're a fan of that shit you've got to pick this book up Uh, A couple of graphic novels, Walking Dead Fucking Rules. Good Absolutely, yes. Powers is another awesome one. And uh, Northlanders, which is a Viking graphic novel that Julie just picked up for me for Christmas. I hadn't heard of it. It's also Vertigo, and it's a great fucking title.
2: I'll have you know she checked in with me to make sure you hadn't hadn't, uh, read that and asked my opinion of it before she got that for you. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad I didn't totally screw that up.
4: Yeah, I hadn't read uh, much in the way of Viking graphic novels. I'd read, uh, what is it, uh, Hammer of God by Aiming, the guy from who does powers, and that was fucking great. But uh, I hadn't read much more. Northlanders is really good. It's definitely worth checking out.
2: Right, right. on. No, I, I, you know what? I think the book I enjoyed the most this year is actually that Dan Winslow Dawn Patrol novel. But... Not because I thought the protagonist was particularly badass, and not because I thought the plot was was really anything to write home about. I thought that was all pretty vanilla. I just the way that guy puts his words together, the way he he phrases things, and he just rolls it all together. It it's like a uh, it, it reminded me of Hunter S. Thompson a little bit. That guy knows how to stick words together so they sound good coming out. Uh, that's that's the kind of book that it would be even better to have read to you or to to do an audio book than to actually read it yourself. That that was a
4: that was a fun
2: book to read.
4: Yeah, he can definitely turn a phrase. So I that's what we've got. You guys got anything? I don't know. <laughs> like they, they don't read. <laughs> we don't read. <laughs> I, uh, I read.
7: I, this was the year for me of reading books that I never got around uh, to reading. So you know, I ended up going back and reading Good Omens. Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, and then cool. w- went yeah. ahead and read you know American Gods, which I really liked, and reread Hitch- Hacker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I, I you know, I was just doing fun reading, just just Excellent. to get back into like you know staying you know, cut
6: cutting up the schoolwork basically. Right. <laughs> nothing cool. nothing uh, new. I just devoured the Golden Compass trilogy, which I oh really yeah I loved it. You saw the movie? Did you see the movie? No, you didn't. I don't oh. like movies. I know you don't. Yeah, well, A's <laughs> about got religion the, especially my daughter got the movie for Christmas and I'd never even heard of it before and it amazing I mean it's the good. movie was kind of you know like with any book they have to cut a lot out but yeah I really wanted to read the book after I saw the movie and then it's a trilogy so I just read it in about five or six days really good. I was telling Jacob earlier the thing that pissed me off about 2008 was that my
7: favorite books and movies came out in two thousand seven. <laughs> so, No Country for Old Men and The Road. <laughs> well, The Road, not the movie. Oh, but... yeah. Let's move on to movies real quick. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Go ahead. Keep keep going. Uh, you want with movies? Because I've got shit ton movies I can talk about for mm, no, just make for cur- list. Oh, for this two thousand eight yes. lists of movies. Sure. Yeah. Like, uh, how do we want to do it? Because I've got. Movies quickly. that I, oh quickly <laughs> worst movies I didn't see is one list I have 10000 BC Anaconda 3 Beverly Hills <laughs> Chihuahua Drill Bit Taylor Eagle Eye and Get Smart That's I w- saw Eagle Eye Oh uh, did you Oh worst, awesome. that was worst movies Way I bad. didn't didn't see Worst movies I did see Saw well whatever the current Saw was Five. Doomsday The Duchess what? Doomsday? Uh, uh, it was, Doomsday? It was fun. Doomsday was fun. Fun, maybe. Piece of shit, definitely. Han, <laughs> Hancock. Harold and Kumar, the second one, stupid uh, as shit. Full frontal nudity. Happy-go-lucky sucked. Indiana Jones, the newest one, sucked. Definitely. Didn't enjoy Love, the Love Guru. Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day was stupid. Movies that I was indifferent to enjoyed, but can't say the best or worst. Iron Man, enjoyed it, but you know, it's one of those things. It's in you, you can argue either way. In Bruges, you know, what, you know, whatever you want to think, The Incredible Hulk and Man on Wire, which is a documentary about a guy who did a tightrope walk across the World Trade Center. Best movies that <laughs> I enjoyed. I'm trying to do this fast. You said the No, this a lot no, it's awesome. You're it's amazing. It, Jimmy. You're on a roll. Man. Okay. Best movies that I did enjoy, Step Brothers. Yes. Really did enjoy. Cloverfield and I I don't care what you say. I enjoyed Cloverfield. Pineapple Express. The Dark Knight, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I enjoyed Hellboy two, the Onion movie, Pineapple Express. I already said yep. it, you got to do that twice. The ruin, <laughs> the ruins was fun for me. Tropic Thunder, I thought was very good. Wally was a great animation, not a great movie. But as far as the animations go, you, I got to give it up. And then a movie I wish I had seen, didn't know existed until I was doing some research. Gingerbread Man Two, Passion of the Crust, and that <laughs> that completes my that best is of the most amazing list ever. That was quite a list. I am proud, and I didn't mention oh, Jesus. some movies because there are this movies like Be Kind Rewind where you're just like it's just totally stupid or Mongol or but there were movies that existed and you just. Throw them somewhere else.
4: My, I, list, my list crosses over with yours quite a bit. Um, I, my kind of f- favorite movies that I enjoyed uh, Dark Knight, Tropic Thunder, I laughed my ass off. That was the funniest movie I saw last year. <laughs> Super funny. Uh, the movie called Real Zombies, which was fucking fantastic. I uh, saw it at the Revenant Film Festival. It's this movie, uh, real quick, about uh, this low budget film company that's making a zombie movie. After the zombie apocalypse, so they're using real zombies as extras in their movie, and everything fucks up. It's hilarious. You've got to see it. Um da da Cloverfield, I loved, and it was an event. Yay. You saw it, and it bended your mind a little bit, and it was original, and I liked it. I uh, also enjoyed Iron Man, Kung Fu Panda, and Wally. Uh, but my favorite of the year was Hellboy Two. It Yay. was I just had a grin on my face that whole movie, sitting there watching Guillermo del Toro roll out just original thing after original thing. So good stuff that make you think, stuff that was eye candy. It was just so much fun to watch that movie and. And uh, that was why it was my favorite movie of the year. I forgot
7: to mention, I'm sorry to go backwards. I forgot to mention movies I wish I had seen, which included <laughs> Teeth and Black Sheep, but I never saw them.
4: And Black it, Sheep was a kick in the ass. you got to check
7: that out. i got to see it. And I forgot to mention The Fall. I hate costume pieces, and The Fall ended up being a much better movie than I ever expected. And my favorite thing is, uh, nowhere on any list did Rambo show up. Fuck you! Just just for That Jacob. is my only fucking one! All right, fine.
3: I was going to wait to the end, but the only fucking movie that made any goddamn sense to me this year, I liked a lot of the movies you guys watched, but Rambo, number one. Favorite movie of the year. <laughs> I thought that movie, I think, it, oh God, I don't even, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's so goddamn good. If you haven't seen Rambo, you're a moron. <laughs> so easy to push. Have you guys Jacob's seen more, uh,
2: Moron? <laughs> moron the movie? That was fantastic. Mm. Oh, not have as good it, as Moron Two though. Have you guys <laughs> seen Rambo? I uh, know I didn't see it. No, oh I, I, I gave it a miss. Yeah, I. You know, <laughs> you guys are making my day. This is like the best or way to push it. But out Jeremy, did you see it? No, I didn't much.
7: see it. And you've told me for a year now to see it, or for the last several months, like see it,
5: see it, see it.
7: Here's my Jacob. Best fucking see b-. it,
5: see it, <laughs> see it, see it.
7: Like, all right. Every other
3: movie is just a movie to me. Rambo, it's, it's gospel.
6: So what about David? David, you got any favorites this year? Honestly, I didn't see a single new movie this year. I watched a bunch of Netflix. <laughs> oh. Old stuff that, yeah, our queue is completely random. You know, we're getting like, uh, I don't know, like a bunch of anime has been coming lately. So, yeah, <laughs> well, I haven't seen much. My thing is I work at an independent movie theater, so I kind of
7: you know, end up inadvertently seeing tons of You get of the movies. cream of
6: the crop every fucking. Oh week, that's dude. that's cool. <laughs> the
3: funny that's thing is cool. is I hang out at that movie theater but I don't see a goddamn
7: thing there. <laughs> what, hey
5: wait
7: <laughs> I work there and I barely see things there. I
5: know.
7: <laughs> <laughs> like I come over and drink beer with you in
5: the lobby.
7: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, good times. Yeah. It's my night job. Alright, you guys? Well, yeah, Steve
5: well, already went
2: you, my, my favorite movie? Rock and roll that was a great movie. Whoa. I loved that movie. Yeah. Nobody I know saw it. Even Steve didn't see it. I, I'm, like, I'm, weeks I'm writing afterwards, it down. My wife would walk into the room and go, I'm so glad we saw that movie. That was so much fun. <laughs> that, that was a great movie. And Steve? Yeah. One, it's, 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 it's one, a one a
3: I'll be playing on
4: video, I'm sure.
3: Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I've listened to many of the Bone Bat Podcasts, and I, I'm, that is definitely a number one on my list of things to see. Yeah. it's You're obviously – you love that movie, so – I do. I, I love. I, I'm. I'm going to marry that. movie. So, promise me something. Worst George. movie though. Or uh, what? Uh, if Wh- I watch Rock and roll, will you watch Rambo? <laughs> then can <laughs> no, we talk about, about it on like Xbox? <laughs> you gotta watch the Rambo.
2: <laughs> some. So that's that's not no, an equitable uh, agreement. You're asking. No, it is. <laughs>
3: Watch it and you can tear me apart when we're on Xbox playing video games. Tell me it's a what, worst movie permission or- for that. <laughs> <laughs> a written invitation? I just want somebody else to see the goddamn movie. <laughs>
4: It's funny cuz I'm I, I'm sure I'll see it. It just like you know how it is with, with kids. It's no, you got the fucking babysitter, it and time. it's a thing to go to a movie. And yeah. so that's that's why you know when I get a chance to get to the movies, it's usually something I really want to see and the majority of things I see are Netflix.
3: All right. My thing to you is both of you watch Rambo. Love it or hate it. Let me hear it cuz
7: I, oh.
4: I will check it. it out.
7: All right, thank you. Okay, I've that's got what I what I want to hear. I've got a movie recommendation. Unrelated to current of last year, have you, has anyone ever seen Jeff Town? No, no, I haven't even heard of it. Oh, it's, no, what's that? <laughs> um, it's a trauma movie, um, and <laughs> I don't want to say anything about it. I say, if you have an opportunity to see it, take take the time, <laughs> and you'll you'll be. Uh, pleasantly surprised you'll you'll enjoy the pain (laughs) the suffering and um...
4: actually i have a copy here right in front of me a collector's edition of citizen Toxie, the toxic avenger four that's never been opened that is awesome Time
7: to oh, you got to see like that. Time to watch that. on a Madonna
2: book.
4: So, did you see
7: Geist? No, but it really thought that was gonna be good because, uh, you know, *Night of the Chicken Dead* or whatever. Lloyd it is. Kaufman uh, coming back to direct. What do you think of that, Jeremy? Oh, great! I'm gonna watch that one for sure. <laughs> Poultrygeist writing it down. Do I know Kaufman directed it himself, so I thought that yeah. might actually be good.
4: The thing Kaufman I lo- actually has a cameo in *Real Zombies*, by the
7: way. Oh, does he? Soon. Real yeah. zombies. I love the *Trauma* fans, like. Th- Come far and wide just to volunteer to be in the movie. I think that's fantastic.
4: <laughs> cool. Well you gonna play a tune, Jacob?
7: Alright, so I uh, uh, I will play one more
3: song, David's pick, because I think we've each done one, right? Oh yeah. So I've done one, Jeremy's done one, your pick for this year. You want to finish with the crust pick?
6: Oh, you want to do a crust yeah, pick? I thing? brought the a sword song and disphere, so oh uh, uh, hold on to find the thing here. Alright, so we're gonna do, we're gonna do a bit. Crosspick
5: Crosspick
6: What is that? Uh, the song's called The Cage by Disphere Off of their new one from last year What do you want to do, In, Steve? Uh,
4: On the bone bat side, you'll hear One Good Leg from 60 Watt Shaman
6: 60 Watt All right <laughs>
7: stepped out he has to work early in the morning so he's already gone oh okay
4: i want to talk about what about uh what we're looking forward to in 2009
3: uh mini skirts
4: just a couple of quick things it won't take long
3: uh what we're looking forward to for 2009 i am looking forward to no more crocs what's that <laughs> no
2: uh, that, that's not gonna stop that's gonna keep going
3: do you think so i want yeah. crocs to end in 2000 no. I wanted to be over. They're the big plastic shoes that make fat women look like oh, Smurfs. Oh,
2: yeah. I, I don't even know. what the Yeah,
3: Gordon's
4: are. kids, I think, have matching Crocs, don't they? Gordon?
2: Uh, yeah. They're not yeah. matching, but yeah, yeah, they have. They wear Crocs. I'm not. I'm not proud. Not in the winter time. <laughs> we got them out of the Crocs in the winter.
4: I don't know. I uh, Crocs don't bug me as much as Ugg boots.
3: Uh, Ugg boots out in 2009 on my
4: end. Ugg boots are everywhere up here. I don't know how you know guys America are, but too. in Seattle, I thought they went out like two years ago. Yeah, no, you in Seattle. Well, Seattle's like two years behind California usually in fashion. So there you go. Hold on.
3: They're the big boots that the girls wear with the tight pants. That, they
7: tuck their. No, I know what paint. I know what Uggs are. Oh, I th- <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> never mind. I'm like, why? Are, I, I was just shaking my head because I'm like, we're just talking about it. Why? Yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs>
5: yeah. this is wild. Um,
7: I want.
3: Uh, oh God. I, I had joked, but I don't. <laughs> okay, I don't,
7: have any, I don't have any expectations from two thousand. Are you kidding me? I this I, is got I, this is what I Twittered today. I've suffered a lifetime of clinical depression. So in two thousand nine. Uh, Along with everything else that Obama's going to solve, I hear he's got a plan to cure my clinical depression. So that's what I'm looking for in 2009, Obama to save the world. That's
4: funny, because I had that down, too. I'm looking forward to making (laughs) Obama my personal savior. (laughs) All right, we're on board. We haven't done that yet? (laughs) And then uh, I got a few movies I'm looking forward to. You know I'm looking forward to Watchmen.
7: Watchmen. Watchmen.
4: I'm looking forward to... Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. I'm going to go that with to that with my daughter, and it's going to be uh, fucking awesome.
7: I'm looking forward to No Country for Old Men. I'm a huge Cormac McCarthy fan.
4: Well, you I haven't can't. seen that shit yet? You mean The Road.
7: Oh, uh, The Road. Thank the you. Road. Yeah, okay. I just slipped up. I'm drunk. I'm pretty uh, – let me see how many <laughs> bottles are over here. Seven. Okay, we're doing good. So I'm looking forward to The Road. I think it's. I, I think it has potential. What about- the best thing was when I was reading The Road this just this last year because I read it a little late we were in the middle of fires all up on the ridges. So it oh, was sure, yeah. ash all in Chico. And I'm reading the road while it's just ashy haze. And it was perfect combination. Now, my
3: thing with the road is I'm totally not sure how that's going to be. A
7: movie,
3: I really uh, still, to this day. And, and who's the, the big star? Vigo
7: Mortensen. But which I, is awesome. I saw oh, yeah, he's a great. couple of stills, and it looks just from the stills. I'm like, I uh, think it might work. I think it's going to really translate. I really love the book. I really love the book. I just don't know if I want to see it as a movie. I do. We'll see. I'm looking forward to we'll it. We'll see. What else?
4: Cool. Uh, Fanboys is finally going to be out. I'm looking forward to that.
7: God, that's uh, taking forever.
4: I know. No shit. Inglorious Bastards, the new Tarantino. Ah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the Wolfman remake with Benicio del Toro is supposed to be out in time for Halloween. Yeah, that'll be
7: awesome. That'll be awesome. How how can that be bad? Because he was the Wolfman in Pee Wee's Big Top Adventure. Was he really? Was yeah. he really? Check it out, <laughs> Benicio del Toro. Oh
4: shit! I didn't even think of that. I, he was like so off my radar before um, Usual Suspects.
7: Oh.
3: I
4: didn't even know who he was before that movie. So oh, wait,
7: wait a minute, you're talking. Oh. Oh. What what was great was he was also that mob boss in the uh in uh oh, I knew that. the collateral movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm drunk. <laughs> so oh something I'm looking forward to in two thousand and nine.
4: Comic Con. Sweet. Hey? Yeah? Eh? Are we gonna do this, Gord?
2: <sighs>
7: Once I
4: figure I out
2: think. if I'm actually getting uh money back from the government or if i'm going to go totally in debt trying to pay taxes
4: yeah okay this one
2: i'm trying to figure out like right now
4: (laughs) (laughs) it could be our whorehound. this this could be yeah i'm thinking so we're gonna have to figure this out gentlemen
7: anything anything else boys that's about it so
4: uh filthy jokes you guys go first
2: all right so so these two guys they they don't know what they're doing but they read a sailboat to go fishing And they they start sailing, you know, big, big wind just blows them straight away from land. They're just hauling ass. They, They hoist every single sail on the boat. They're hauling ass out there. They get way far away from land, and they realize they have no idea how to get back. The wind is continuing to blow them out to sea. So they take the sails down and start searching all over the boat, trying to figure out if there's something in the boat that can help them. And one guy, he finds a lamp, like a genie lamp. So he looks at the other guy, he grabs a lamp and he rubs it, and sure enough, poof, out comes a genie. Uh, A genie is not your typical genie. A genie pops out, he's pissed, he's in a hurry. He goes, look, I'm a genie, I don't do the three wishes shit, I grant one wish, and then I'm out of here. And so without even hesitation, the guy that rubbed the lamp, he goes, you know what I want? I wish the whole ocean was made of beer. Poof! The whole ocean is beer. Great beer lapping up against the side of the boat. The other guy's just looking at him, absolutely incredulous. Was, Way to go,
4: idiot. Now we have to pee in the boat.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know how filthy that is. but Yeah, I have pee. Yeah, it was so, cool. so there's this the guy. Papers. And uh, he's going out to get his paper one morning, and he notices that somebody is moving in next door to him, and he sees the moving truck parked there. So he walks over, and he says, hey, neighbor, uh, nice day to be moving. And the guy says, yeah, it sure is. And, uh, you know, the people around here seem really friendly. The guy says, yeah, yeah, thanks. So uh, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a professor at the university, actually. I uh, teach deductive reasoning. And the guy says, well, deductive reasoning, what do you mean? He says, well, let me give you an example. I didn't notice you have a doghouse out back, so by that I deduce that you have a dog. Well, that's right. Uh, And the fact that you have a dog would lead me to deduce that you also have a family. Right again. Since you have a family, I deduce that you are married and have a wife. Correct. And since you have a wife, I can also deduce that you are heterosexual. Well, kind of odd, but yeah, 100% right so far. So that's deductive reasoning in a nutshell. Cool. Okay. So later on, uh, the same day the guy goes to his neighbor on the other side and bumps into him, says, "Hey, you know what? I just uh, bumped into the guy who uh, moved in next door, and the guy says, "Well, is he a nice guy?" He says, "Yeah, he, he really is and it, he has a very interesting job. He says, "Oh yeah, what does he do?" Well he's a prof- professor of deductive reasoning at the university uh, deductive reasoning, uh, what's that?" He says, "Well let me give you an advance. Uh, g- let me give you an example. Do you have a doghouse? No, fag <laughs>
7: That's pretty funny. I like it. I like well, it. Thank you. Uh, okay, here's my stupid one, because I was unprepared. Okay. Go. All right, All right. so uh, little Johnny goes to school, and the teacher says, Today we're going to learn multi-syllable words. All right, everybody class, let's get ready. Does anybody have an example of a multi-syllable word? And little Johnny waves his hand. He's like, Me, me, Mrs. Rogers, I have a word, me. She's like, All right, Johnny, let's hear what's your multi-syllable word. Little Johnny says, Masturbate. Mrs. Rogers <laughs> smiles, and she says, wow, little Johnny, that's a mouthful. And little Johnny says, no, Miss Rogers, you're thinking (laughs) of (laughs) blowjob.
4: That's good. My wife loves little Johnny jokes, so that's (laughs) perfect for the episode.
3: Well done, sir. This is going to be terrible because I have to read, and you know how bad that goes. Uh, Barry Joseph telephoned his doctor and began shouting hysterically down the line, help me, doctor. What on earth should I do? My five-year-old son, David, has just swallowed a condom. Don't worry. I'll be right over, the doctor said. Just as the doctor was leaving his office, the phone rang again. It was Barry. He said, don't worry, doctor. I found another one.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I can be taken. (laughs) Well done, sir. Yes, yeah, that's that's a perfect ending to the filthy joke segment.
2: That makes up for mine not being filthy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, hey guys, thanks for doing this with us. This has been a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll do it again. I mean, obviously, we had enough enough work for another show eventually down the line. Sure, we have all kinds of
7: material. Now, had you guys done this before the over the dual shows or? Ah, uh, we I've done a show with Steve before.
4: Yeah, I joined them with the on the Metallica cast. Metallica cast. I don't
7: know. It's it's interesting, because it's, it's it, we you know we don't see you, we don't know when you're speaking up, so it's kind of like a pause, wait, kind of show. But I think it worked really well, considering it's like every Tuesday night for me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Except for you're not being shot repeatedly in the ass.
2: Exactly. <laughs> or maybe you are. We can't see you. All right, guys. Oh, good work. Cool.
4: Well, thanks, guys, and uh, thanks to everybody who's listening. Who who held on this long?
2: Exactly. I'm not
3: doing an outro song, so this is the end of the show when we're done.
4: Okay, so. well you're going to kick the mackay, right. right?
7: Oh yeah, I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> so you are going to do it. I'm going to do an outro song. Uh, so our note. closing song tonight with, outro.
4: with Jacob on lead vocals. Well, uh, secondary secondary, secondary lead. Well, you don't you, you start the song, dude. I don't know. I don't remember. That was Sorry, that was Brandon Squires on lead.
3: Yes, Squires. There's only vehicles, and I was backing him up
4: two years ago. (laughs) The Mackay (laughs) Hound of Hades. All right. Later, folks. Later. Later. (laughs)
5: Ha, <laughs> ha,